0: everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um but the bag did feel a little light Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: y'all's the hate on all of my moves but now niggas on it that used to beat me on me and my views but now niggas on it i used to tell them i had me a show but now niggas on it her homies on it your homies on it she on it Y'all's the hater and all of my moves, but now niggas on it. No, you it. used to debate me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. Used I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it.
2: Her homies on it. Now you want it. Your homies on it. Realest podcast. realest podcast ever. We back. We on location. A very special, special location with some special friends. My absolute favorite episode we ever did uh, prior. What was it Politics as Usual? Was that what we called that last time? Mm-hmm. So I guess this is part two. Uh, we are at the local district office for Councilman Curtis Jones, Jr. Uh, we are at 59th and Market in the heart of West Philadelphia. He used to be in Roxborough, where I was a resident for about 10 years. I used to drive past his office all the time. They had the exterminator next door, and it was <laughs> councilman's <laughs> office right there. <laughs> One-stop shop. <laughs> we also have our favorite state rep in the building, uh, state rep Morgan Stevens representing the 192nd District of Pennsylvania.
3: Thank you. We are technically in the 192nd Legislative District as well. So, just putting that out there.
2: So, why is his office in your district? What's going on here? Well, he's the local office. He's the local city council person. Okay. Yeah.
3: So, we then have. A little closer to the mic. Oh. He's a uh, local yeah, city go. council person. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: yes. first word is, I don't have headphones, but I knew. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, I knew. right, right, right. You know I mean? Getting good at this. Yeah. He, Producer um, skills.
3: he has a larger district. So, he represents what? Maybe 160,000?
1: 162,000 people. Wait a minute. Fifty-three thousand, fifty-four
3: birth rate. Right, right. I represent roughly around sixty thousand. So each city council district rep will has roughly about three or four state representatives in their district. But we're all collectively in the senatorial district and the congressional district. Got it. Got it. Okay. A lot, a lot that of makes big sense. words right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: All right. Never mind. <laughs> the centennial district. What <laughs> was it? The congressional. Congressional district. Senatorial district.
0: There's a lot of big words at the end. Yes. Uh, yeah, real quick, you when you were in Roxborough, were you still overseeing, are you still overseeing the same thing you were when you were in Roxborough? Absolutely. Okay. We went
1: from Andorra to Market Street. Okay. Uh, right. West Philly, North Philly, 24th from Lehigh. Okay. So it's eclectic. You have to be able to code switch. Oh, yeah. When I go up Roxborough, yeah. I care about deer and antelope yeah. playing. <laughs> when I come down here every twenty-eight somebody gets shot
4: right the Real realities yeah
1: so you gotta be able to change you gotta up. walk a fine line what yeah. you gotta be schizophrenic yeah because <laughs> you when you're up there you get town and gown issues right they care about people drinking too much and partying too hard down here people are really in a sense of survival absolutely right. like every day you know i gotta get on that L
3: yeah, it's similar in a lot of our districts. I mean, a lot of our districts essentially is a microcosm of what's happening in Philly. We are a tale of two cities. Yeah. So, in my district, I have homes up in Overbrook Farms and Green Hill that are selling for 800000 Right, yeah. right. But then down here where I represent, we have 44% of a poverty rate. So,
1: yeah. They even have negative net worth, meaning right costs more to tear them down than yeah to keep them up. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: That's how you ever see like where houses just miss, like it just, they
2: vanish. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I lived on a block like that, uh, on Cecil street. Uh, was that the 2100 block of Cecil street right off of 58th and, uh, Fifty-eight from Woodland lived yeah. on a block like that. That when we moved on the block, it was probably like sixty percent houses, and then after a while, it was probably ten percent houses on that block. Right. Yeah. Over time, the houses like you'll see there. a row home yeah. just like it just yep. like like dandelion. Yeah, just turn, turn into a cookout spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
0: baby shower, baby gender reveal, <laughs> put a banner up between yeah. the
2: two houses. <laughs>
1: Graduation party. Graduation party. <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah. Community, <laughs>
2: community gathering spaces.
1: Exactly. What we call them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly what it become.
2: Yeah. So we're here today to talk about a number of different things. Y'all are our favorite people, our favorite guests. We're in constant communication with y'all for a number of reasons, uh, both. Pertinent and non-pertinent. Yeah. We, we we talk a lot. Yeah. Uh, we've become family and over the last year. We love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we got a few different things on the docket. Uh, you know, I'm in no rush to get out of here. We can go as fast or as slow as y'all want to. But I want to make sure that we hit everything and that we talk about everything that is going on, uh, both politically, community, communal wise, Philadelphia, national politics. I just want to hit everything because it's time for a refresh. Because we've talked to so many different people in recent times, but it's more so like very specific to like different disciplines business, bar, lounge business, restaurant business, artists, uh, sports betting. Sports betting, yeah, Yeah, all types of different stuff. But uh, we gotta have the, we gotta talk about the political and the city-based stuff today. Morgan has notes, so it's about, it about to turn She did research.
3: Yeah. She I didn't give to her any topics. I yeah. never she know what you're going central. to want to talk <laughs> about. <laughs> you got to be ready. You got to be ready to talk about Elon Musk and his purchase all the way to the pothole of the street. So hey, no,
2: that's real. That's what it is. So I would, honestly,
3: that's one thing in my life I
0: wish I was a little bit better at was note-taking. My mother was big on because my mother was always in school, so she was real big on taking notes. Always having (laughs) your notes to go like she I'm talking about like at 47, 48 years old would go and go and get like college notes out to go back over some. And I I was like me when it came to testing, I would just like I hear it and I'll go take the test. Right. And I'd get like an 82. And that's great. Right, I'm good
2: with that Like imagine if you could take notes <laughs>
0: 82 with no notes is, is with it And that's kind of how I was I just never was a I don't even know how to take notes That's the craziest yeah. part You know there's a skill to taking notes
3: Absolutely I do, I yeah. do um, It helps me to remember things Like as you're taking notes As you're talking through What topics yeah. you're discussing
0: Honestly you're in, in a weird way though That's how I became Like how people like How do you remember all these lyrics How do you remember all these numbers I do it because I, I'm not writing it down Right <laughs> You know, and, but I wish I was that. You got, like, like
2: you have a callback memory. Her
0: notes have arrows. Like yes. if if I if if they ask this, come down here. And yes. like, you're
2: no. <laughs> crazy. I'm, I'm like I, she I'm, got arrows on her notes, and I'm like <laughs> I, I'm just be prepared. <laughs> I'm not good off the cusp. But I like the right thing. I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna shoot you some bell. I'm like your mom and like Morgan in that regard. I'm no, a, you are you vigorous note taker. Like and um. You know, over the years, it's benefited me because I can literally like I, this is like my my Bible here, like mm-hmm. my, my notes in my iPhone. Like I take all my notes in there, segmented by category, topic, whatever, whatever. So I could put a keyword in, go back to it, find stuff. Um, and it's really helped me out. And I developed that um, in college. High school, I was a terrible note taker. College, I became a really good, strong note taker. And I remember we had this I had a journalism class. And um, we had to write something called an ethnography, which is basically like a a semester long paper about one particular topic or subset or a subculture of people. And I had to write this paper and I chose skateboarding culture at the time when I was in college. And I literally shadowed somebody that uh, a guy named Brax. I know Dan probably know him. That owned a skateboard shop in West Philly. Mm -hmm. uh, 36 and Market owned a skateboard shop um he was friends with stevie williams who owns dgk Mm -hmm. and ayc and all of that one of the biggest skateboarders in the world from philadelphia from north philadelphia and um, i shadowed him my entire semester and from every time i would go meet with him vigorous notes 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 and i remember i had an assignment that i had to turn in and it was like an outline and i came and i did like an outline with the notes and then I also did like in uh like a prose form or whatever like that. And my teacher my, my semester
1: you went to central.
2: Right? That's why
3: you got to be prepared when you come here. And, my, <laughs> and I turned
2: in my assignment and I told the professor I said, "Hey, I didn't know if I like I was unclear on the instructions. I didn't know if I needed to do this in note form or in prose form, so I did both." And she said, I found my overachiever and hugged me. And literally, she ended up getting uh, that paper that I wrote. I got the highest score in the class, and I ended up getting published in the Lehigh Valley Journal. You got better than the
4: 82? Yes, I got like a
2: 97 or something like that. And I got published um, in the Lehigh Valley something journal or whatever the heck it was. I got my paper published.
1: So I went to overbrook. We don't have no notes. (laughs) I went to Saul. We didn't have paper. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. You when, got you, when, you, when you went to Brook, your notes was probably bringing knife.
0: Well, it was that. And what year did you graduate from Brook?
2: <laughs> 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 but you got
3: great one-liners, and that's where the dozens comes in yeah, from well, over. We used to
1: talk stuff, yeah, to and from school. The dozens. I was yeah, watching yeah, good times the other day, so I know <laughs> what that means. Right. You could fight all you want if you couldn't take that roasting. You was you was sent home. Yeah, and so. That did help me in politics. Like I do not let my opponent get one up on me. Like what? Your mom? Right. <laughs> you to talk about your
4: mother. <laughs> like, for real.
1: <laughs> Boy, what your mom? <laughs> your mama. <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny. Comes from. So, but um, only reason because my mother graduated from Brook. Oh, and nice.
1: Yeah. What she graduated.
0: I graduated 66. She graduated 68. Oh, I was
1: definitely after them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I remember she was saying how, like, the, the thing had gotten so bad at Brooke that they had to close the something hallway. Do you know?
1: So two things happened at o- over. We had so many kids. You had two shifts. You had a 7 to 12 and a 12 to 5. I hated that. Uh-huh. And then, environmentally, they closed the fourth and the fifth floor because of asbestos. That has the other. That's why we're trying to save Overbrook. Okay. Absolutely, as we, we won't went. get reelected if we don't. Hell no, the alumni is strong. They you are. you
0: say trying to save Overbrook like it's about to be like demise? it's on the chopping block.
1: Well, um, during the that's like a staple. Will yeah. Chamberlain. Yeah, but when you go from a thousand kids to four hundred kids, right? Oh, that's a problem. Yeah, that's you got to the lights on, heat the right. building, and you don't ever. When I went to Overbrook, it was like a thing. Right, like you ran track, you sung. Or a, a play player. basketball. Uh, you were a student. You were you a, you a student. Was, student. Right now, it's like a you know. Damn, I got sentenced to Overbrook, and I we can't have that. Right. And yeah. So we're reinventing Overbrook by bringing back the trades. Absolutely. There was, there was wood shop. There was electric shop. There was auto shop. Ain't none of them shops. Yeah. There, yeah. So we it's have to. It's re- almost like a, we're I,
0: this, I, and we didn't even plan to start here, but I since, love that we started here because yeah. we don't really talk schools much on this show. Yeah. You know, just on a stream. Do you feel like the influx of like charter schools and everything like that has like hurt the public school system? So because you like you you the kids are going elsewhere.
1: So we're we talking real, just the realest pie show ever, right. right? So if you listen to the school district and the unions, yes. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the parents, the consumer send their kids to a school, the consumer. because they don't want them hurt. Yeah. Environment matters. Safety matters. Charter school is the best thing ever happened to them.
4: Got it. Right.
1: So those are two different right. things. But yes, if for every student that goes to a charter school, that's a slot that ain't paid for at
2: a at public, a public school.
4: school. Right. Right. But
3: I do think it's a false narrative when they say public versus charter. One, they're offering different things, but it's all coming from the same pot of money. So as we're not investing in our public school system, we're not adequately investing in our charter school system Absolutely. either. But to the councilman's point the parents are the consumer so they are inevitably choosing 70% of the kids in my district go outside of public school of the
2: public school system so that to means attend some school. sort of uh, private parochial absolutely some, some are school. sending
3: them across the county line to friends central I mean they're looking for adequate options you, you
0: know one thing I noticed driving the bus and I don't even know if it's <coughs> something I should have noticed I just it's me I pay attention to things you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about being up in Roxboro, when you drive the 9 and the 27 in the morning going north like going towards Plymouth Mall or going towards Andorra it's all black kids going to Saul and going to Roxboro. Yeah. Then when you're coming down, like going south on the nine or twenty seven, it's all white kids going to Roman Catholic,
3: going downtown to friends select. It's it's wild the dynamic yeah. and how but the thing is like it's not even a new phenomenon. If you think about while we were growing up, we literally had to travel an hour to get to Central. Yeah. Because literally. Overbrook was not an option for our families and we couldn't afford to send kids to Friends, So, like you had to travel how far to go to Saul because uh, that school and the two buses. Uh the the, the, the 65,
0: 60 bridge, right? Sixty five and the twenty
2: seven. Yeah, I remember when I was making my decision for uh for, for high school, I went to Andrew Hamilton uh, Middle School. They had a magnet program there, 57 Miss Spruce. And in um, going there, you know, I was MG, the whole nine, all of that. But I basically had my pick of the litter because my grades were so high, I didn't have to test into nowhere. Could have went to Central, could have went to Masterman, whatever. My mom's only requirement was that you, you're a young man, you're figuring your life out, you're very smart, you know what you want to do. The only thing you can't do is go to a school with Bartram at the end or That, beginning. that was my mind. That's, that's the only thing that you can't do. You well, can't I'm go to a school
0: with Bartram the I'm going to tell you what it was because I went to Pepper for middle school, right? So we was down bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I went to Pepper. Down you know what I'm saying? The and the first first two years of middle school, I went to Spruce Hill, which was a Christian academy on uh, 42nd Baltimore. Yeah. and Baltimore. And... My mom sat me down, was like, look, you know, next year, she was frustrated with the school, you know, whatever, whatever. I think money just got low. But they was like, <laughs> they was like, next year, your sister's going to Penrose, yeah. you're going to Pepper. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And I'm like, it's you know, it's the neighborhood school. Everybody go there. So I remember my first day walking in the pepper, and I'm just like we, we're dead. We got it. Something's got to be wrong. Like, this is ridiculous. That's some sort of economic crisis right. you not telling me about. So, of course, you know, you, you fall in line wherever you at. So, now I'm running around with a bunch of young boys from Larchwood and Pasco, and we getting into stupid things, and we wound up getting into some nonsense in the school and almost got, you know, kicked out of there. Yeah. And my mom was just like, yeah, you're definitely not going to Bartram. And same, same time, Jones. So, yeah. it's like, all right, you know, whatever. I got into, it was a couple schools I got into, FLC. Was one of them. I felt it was good. See, it was good around that time. Uh, my, grade, yeah, my mom, like, she ain't played. 82. Yeah. So 82 is a big. You know what I'm saying? But, solid. Uh, solid thing, Straight down the joint. But I got into FLC. I I, can't, I know Saw, FLC. This is Broad Diddy, ladies Brad and gentlemen. Broad Diddy. <laughs> you know what I'm 215. saying? Yeah, you know it. But, um, yeah, I wound up going to Saw. And, um, you know, it was eye-opening. Like, uh, going yeah. there. Because now I'm around, like, white kids, and I never really experienced that. Even oh, yeah. at Spruce Hill, it would be, like, two or three, but it was a lot of, like, Indians, yeah. you know, Asian. Like, it was a lot of different cultures, right. but yeah. I never went to a place that was, like, a lot of white kids yeah. and just seeing how they, like, they, they fool us into believing that we're, like, Demonic and trouble, and it's just like they're way wilder yeah, than
2: they, they wild. Yeah,
0: they wild, wild. <laughs> so it was cool, it was decent, but my mom was on the same type John Like you're yeah. not going to like main building.
2: Yeah, you can so, forget so that. I end up going. To, so I picked Central. That was my first pick. I picked Central for a number of different reasons. I picked Central, and I'm Real literally. Quick, yeah. is it's
0: Central Public School.
2: Yes, because yes. I don't want to speak wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's Masterman. Yes. yes, yes. Okay, yep. So I picked Central, and at the time we are living for. Like I said, my freshman year we living at Fidier in Woodland, so I'm taking the what is that the 11 mm-hmm. taking 11 mm-hmm. to broaden out to uh, to 15th street to the broadway line to broaden out and then i gotta walk because <laughs> central's <laughs> like behind girls
4: eye. yeah, yeah. I gotta
2: walk three blocks or whatever long blocks yeah. to Man. get to school or whatever it long dip maybe. blocks yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um and then uh, then after that when we move further up in southwest i'm at 66 and Doro. i gotta walk four blocks Get the 36, take the 36 to 15th Street, boom, boom, repeat the process. So, yeah, I wonder it's if it's good. like that for
0: kids now. The way, like, it, for us, it used to be like an adventure when you got out of school, like, getting home. Oh my God,
2: Fit, 15th Street was the club.
4: Dog, <laughs> dog.
2: 15th Market was the club. Like. I remember they, I we, don't remember were, remember and 15th and, and Market you, being the club.
0: And you remember, I, I went to school in Roxborough. So, I remember one day after school, we got out early and they was like, yo, we going to take the 65 to the Wissahick. The and then we taking the, uh, what did we take over? Don't give me the line. Don't give me the line. Where was you going? We we ended up at Broughton Only. We took the 65 to Sheltenham. I can't uh, remember what we got on, but we went to Broughton only. Okay. And I remember my first time seeing that. And I was just like, this is insane. Yeah. Like
1: y'all do this every day. The little fake Jamaican spot on the Golden Crest dog. <laughs> what was the little, what, little burger place? Dollar Burgers. This Ready
0: was from the 70s. <laughs> we were
1: in the school. White Castle, Castle,
4: yeah. Oh,
2: White, White Castle. Castle. Yeah, yeah. White yeah. yeah. right. right. Castle all was right. still all there. there. <laughs> <laughs> when we went to Central, the White Castle was still there. Yeah. White Castle. Let me get 33 uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thirty three burgers. That'd be eighty dollars $8. 33, 33 burgers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but essentially, what you all are talking about is the fundamental conversation about education. It shouldn't be that we're traveling this far or kids mm-hmm. should be traveling this far. It should be an adequate... Opportunity in every single zip code. You know what's
0: wild about that? She just said, "You pe- most people when it comes to their jobs don't want to travel twenty five minutes
2: for work. No, nah, but you're but making kids travel, kids travel hour two, two hours to go to school. school. <laughs> you're gonna wild? get a good education. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get at five in the morning. Yeah, get on this plane. So,
1: so everybody, <laughs> at college Bound, When we took those trades out of school, you limited the options right. of what. Yeah. either you were brilliant and on your way to be a lawyer or a doctor, or poverty. Right. Yeah, and those are false choices." That a contractor can make a hundred grand
3: mm-hmm. easy. Easy yep.
1: without the student loan debt.
3: Yep.
2: There there's a friend of mine that I have that works for Pico. He's in a separate thing with Pico. Mm-hmm. And he keeps telling me about like because we were talking about trades on the podcast, and he hit me up and was like, Bro, you hit the head on, on the, he said you hit the uh you hit the nail on the head. He said, There's a movement right now where people are electing to not Go to college. And it's being led by young white men. And he's like, Why? Because they are identifying these trades where you come out as an apprentice making seventy thousand and then your second year you're making one thirty seven. And then your third year you're making one eighty. And he specifically showed me a program at PICO that's like that, where it's like you driving the trucks and this, this, that, and the third. And he has people in his department making three hundred
1: and thirty thousand dollars a year that don't have a college education. So here's the scary thing. Places like Pepsi are now saying, I want. I don't need a general college graduate. I need a specific person that can take and test the PHA of water so that my Coke or Pepsi tastes the same all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'll send them to school. You used to be driving a forklift. No, no, you don't have to do that anymore. Would you take this biology class? I want you to understand how to... If
3: you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car
0: seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip.
4: It was just a really long drive.
2: Bada At participating McDonald's. ...to
1: test water. And to the degree that that function needs an educated person, that's what I want you trained on. Now, if you choose to go further... Fine. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's specifically for the trade that pays.
2: When I went to college, one of my professors, uh, Dr. Jim Kenny, he's one of the mo- most impactful people I've met in my life. He's my he was my marketing pr- uh, professor, and he was the head of the marketing department. And he was telling us back in oh three, oh four, oh five, oh six, specialization right. is That's the it. is going to open the world up. You either gotta be very educated in a lot of different stuff to be able to be a chameleon and move into different spaces, or be so dialed into one specific thing that they have to pay you whatever you ask for. You know how many broke lawyers I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last thing in the world we need are more lawyers. <coughs> Not the last thing.
1: Don't tell that to kids. <laughs> Can't find a plan.
0: I was having a conversation the other day about lawyers at the Sixer game, and I was like, "Do you think plaintiff lawyers get respect?" He like hell though. It was like you see them the the
3: John Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) Can somebody tell him the way
2: he's using John? is so wrong. wrong.
0: (laughs) It's terribly wrong. So wrong. But it's like you know, doing that back of the bus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, ambulance chasing. Yeah,
2: ambulance. Exactly.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that ain't it. And all of the smart attorneys that I know. Are transitioning into injury cases, catastrophic injury, specialized type of stuff to where it's like I only want to work on this. Like they're taking their careers into their own hands and they're being financially rewarded for doing so. But people that are just like a some type of general counsel, that ain't it. Right? Yeah,
0: broke. Yeah, the, the 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 student loan game. You know, oh, you'd be here for two days, three days. To,
2: they,
1: How they, about my boy Biden's going to... That's what they said. Gonna, uh, y'all can't oh, acknowledge
0: yeah. him for
3: that? I
1: haven't. Yeah, I mean, y'all been I mean, dragging they said,
0: Joe No, nah, no, nah, we don't drag
3: Joe. Y'all be
2: dragging I I Joe drag Biden we, we don't drag, I drag. We y'all drag, drag Joe
0: em. for his nonsense. <laughs> you
2: know, you know the, the thing I'm maddest at Joe about in general? The infrastructure money got cut to everybody at the same time, and I can't get nowhere. Yeah, the, the, that's the, why I'm mad. The road work and the it's it's, it's
0: insanity at
3: this point.
2: That oh. just took an hour and a half yeah. to get here from Valley Forge. Yeah,
3: like it's. it's but that's it's, the new reason why you mad at Joe Byron. No.
2: That's among others. That's <laughs> right. it's risen to the top. <laughs> but <laughs>
0: right. he said, they said the other day he's going to try to cut the student loans. Well, you know. Forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness.
3: Right. But here's the thing it has to be a multi pronged strategy. One, if you're just talking about $10,000, the average average black um, student owes more than 25,000 yeah. more than their white counterpart so that's I, just I a drop with in the bucket
2: buck 30 in student loan debt.
3: Chelsea Renee as she raises her <laughs> hand. <laughs> I know people with one thirty right. and getting paid fifty grand. With
2: degrees from like Lincoln University, a undergrad and then a master's, they a buck thirty. In and the, the
3: thing is, like we have to make sure it's not just the principal, but it's also the interest because yes. you're
2: paying more to interest it's, than you are to principal. It's compound interest. Exactly. So the whole concept of compound interest is predatory and it is literally harming people's ability Absolutely. To, to live out the American dream, which is supposed to be good job, a house. In a car, like people literally because their DTI is shot because of these large student loan, they can't even buy a home. Right, right. That's problematic.
3: I mean, no, and that's the one thing I will give you all credit for when you beat up on Democrats is that you have to hold this party accountable. Like, yes, it's nice that we got I'm all for first black woman, everything. Thank you for the VP. Thank you for the Supreme Court pick, but uh, fix these student loans. Exactly. And if you want us as Democrats, what's her name that
0: just became the uh Supreme Ketanji Brown? Yeah, shout out to her. Oh, absolutely. Did you absolutely. watch the actual goings on? No, of it? I didn't. Some white people was wilding.
3: But <laughs> no, was But listen, wilding. I say this all the time when I see white commentators on national uh networks say, I can't believe that they're treating no. her like that. I'm. Like, sweetheart, this is America. No. Yeah. This is our day to day as you, black just people on in America. And just like
0: watch fifteen minutes. Oh, they it's was. I'm
3: like, I couldn't believe that they
0: was uh what's his name, the boy who went to to Mexico. Remember, remember <laughs> Ted, Ted Cruz? Cruz. Yo, he was <laughs> driven, and it literally got to the point where the boy was like, "All right,
3: y'all acting like jackass."
0: <laughs> <laughs> but listen, that when Malcolm Shout out to her for holding it together because there's no way yo the way they was. When tweaking.
3: Malcolm X said that the black woman is the worst. Treated yes. in this country, in this world. I mean, that was on full display with those hearings. Yeah,
0: those hearings were wild. That y'all.
1: was a public flogging, and she wore it like danzel did. no I mean, Denzel. she
0: didn't. She didn't flinch. She like she had the, like, she took, she had the yeah. black
3: woman face. Yeah, that that was. That
0: was, that <laughs> I, was I won't say what it is, right. but <laughs> in some of her looks, you could tell. Oh, yeah.
1: absolutely. Like, don't let me catch you. Every day. <laughs>
4: right, right. Like,
0: I don't even know why we talking about this, but all right, cool. But yeah, no, it was, shout out to her for the, for the uh, seat, because just watching it go on, I was just like, this is insane. And it, it made me think, like, what if a room full of black, you know, people in power had a young, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a white woman or Asian and just was yeah. up there. Yeah, Leroy was out there, like, <laughs> just tweaking. That's what they was doing
1: for three days. Yeah, <laughs> she right. just was chilling during all of
0: it. It was right. a wild watch.
1: But That happens in different ways. Subtle ways. Oh, absolutely. To all of us. Oh, yeah. Microaggressions yeah. Know, and. It, it, when before I got elected, I could be sitting at the table like this with my counterparts, my equals. Yeah. And I will say, you know what? The earth is round. Look at me like. A, you know, then the other boy said, I, you know, of, of Caucasian descent. Mm-hmm. You know, we might want to check out the earth is round.
2: Yes, it, it might be yes. sp- might be yes. spherical yeah, yeah, yeah. in nature. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I just said that, right. <laughs> like, right? What is wrong? But that happens to us on the low all the time. Right,
2: Absolutely, and
1: you know it's something that you learn. Yeah, you know I got to be twice as quick. Oh, absolutely. Got to document my stuff. Mm-hmm. Take notes.
2: You got to CYA cover Let's, your ass. do hey, <laughs> let, let it go wrong. <laughs> Don't Ooh. let it go wrong. Yeah.
1: True story. <laughs> when I was a young boy, as a part of a political thing, I. got... Two choices of a job, one to run the Minority Business Enterprise Council that gives out contracts to Black folks. Okay. Or director of the airport. I say, Damn! If a, tr- if a plane fall out the sky, it's my fault. I don't care what. Now, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take <laughs> <yeah. laughs> this. Yeah. that to blame that? Oh, absolutely. Me? Yeah, faulty. <coughs> they are gonna call oh. it faulty leadership. What? So I, I chose, but we do that all the time right. because. The risk assessment, risk reward, yeah. ROI, ain't the same. Can
2: you imagine a plane go down and you're combo? <laughs> like yeah. you in Cabo? Like, you you supposed to be overseeing the Philly airport, a yeah. plane crashing for the airport, and you on vacation like Ted Cruz was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, trying to. <laughs> Ted didn't even get there. Ted was
0: trying to bounce, and they was like, where are you going? I've been playing this. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this is before COVID. Yeah,
4: been, yeah, I've been playing this. They I like, mean, not. just that saw that you
0: on
3: like... Travelocity yesterday.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Listen, that's our reality every day up in Harrisburg. We I am one of ten black women in a legislature of legislature of two hundred and fifty three men and women. Wow. And what it looks like in our space is they don't allow you to speak or they remove you from committees or you can't we have never gotten a bill heard as Democrats. So that's wow. the, the aggressions that we can share. ask you a question. I don't True. know if anyone's ever asked you this. Do you do you like being a state representative? It definitely has its good days and its bad days like any job. I well, think um, I was telling you uh, one time when I was I think it was the interview when we were up here before you were asking me, well, you know, what's so difficult for you right now? COVID-19 was probably the worst time of being unelected because a lot of stuff just was really out of our control. Um, so. Unemployment compensation literally got threats to my office about not being able to communicate with people, but it was completely, I mean, I'm not the administration, I'm not up in Harrisburg, so I can't really deliver that. But then seeing businesses close because they weren't getting their PPP or PUA or any type of, you know, funding or anything like that. So it's those times that are like the most difficult when you just can't do something for someone because you like, you really care. See, that's the part we spoke
0: about before we started, where it's like, you kind of, like you said, your father was like, out of the three, you dedicated yourself to, and it's like, yeah, dedicating yourself to public service, it's like, there's, it's different value, because it's not monetary, you know, where it's like, if you out for blood, when it comes to making money, you don't care, you know, you doing all (laughs) kinds of flim flims. Exactly. So, it's like, you have to genuinely care about your people, your neighborhood, your district, you know, so it's like, like you said, ups and downs. Me, I know I probably couldn't do it just right. cuz I
3: But you do have um I mean you do have your your great times being in that space. So one of the things I was able to do that is like one of my shining moments was, you know, we didn't have a magnet school in our area when we were growing up. Working with Jones, we got the very first special admit school Science Leadership Academy Beaver into the old Bieber Middle School. So it's like, mm. you know, rewards like that, being able to leave a legacy and transform lives in that way that really makes it, you know. No, that's decent. So for me, I know you like it. Oh, he <laughs> so, I listen! I listen. <laughs> when we when I walked
0: in and I saw all the photos in the hallway, right to myself, I'm like, "He gonna come out and start talking about these." Sure enough, he's like, "Come on, you need to you know who you know, this
4: you know, yes. is. You know who
0: this <laughs> is, don't you?" That's Mary. Yeah, yes. this
2: is Mary Berry right here. <laughs> when you <laughs> see <I> Apollo <mean>, <laughs> <Bunda.
4: laughs> <Paul> Creed,
1: <laughs> got them all. I grew up with our father, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you. By now, I was supposed to be predicted to be coming home from jail.
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Right now. Okay. So, for me, I'm living a dream. Oh. So, you know, for a guy like me to be able to go out every day and make a difference, whether it's a little difference, a
4: big difference. Yeah. You
1: know, I, I I wrote a bill that created oversight uh, commission for police. I used to drive while black. Yeah. So they used to stop me, man. You know <laughs> I just knew what to do. Yeah. Get up against the wall. And so now to be in a position to have effect over my environment. Right. You
0: know, yeah. That's, uh, that's dope.
1: It's like
3: being able to just transform where you come from instead of, you know, going down to South Florida. And just oh, here
0: we go! give <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shot's fire. Shot's fire.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give out some turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
2: get some book bags yeah, out. Book bags, <laughs> turkeys, <laughs> number couple, couple tricycles.
3: <laughs> <laughs> be <good> now. <laughs> Let me know if y'all need a partner. <laughs>
0: no, no, that's real. The, um, but no, I, I I just wonder that because it's like, you know, there there, there has to be something inside because, oh, yeah. you you know, you might not. And I remember Kev, shout out him, he said it was like when you – are for the, the the people. You can't really monetize public service. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, where like you just got to be about it. People can, fall by the wayside with the nonsense, or you but can it's go to like, jail. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. So yeah. I was trying to be nice about
1: it. Senator, <laughs> Senator Hughes said to me when I first got elected, he said, "So I say, how's it gonna be? Like they gonna give me the keys to the vote or the secret codes to the problems?" He said, "No. He said it's the easiest job in the world if you don't care about people. It's gonna be the hardest job you ever did if you." Yeah. And that, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. But he was right. Yeah. First day when we got sworn in, there was a oh, group yeah. of people sitting out in front of my office eating the fried chicken, listening to the music. Then the music faded. We were starting to clean up and they were still there. So I said, did you have a good time? And he said, yes, it was wonderful. I said, you all right? They said, no, we're homeless.
2: I said, oh, shucks. Right.
1: Now you got real.
2: Got real problems
1: now. Got, I got I gotta figure out how to put this family someplace safe and not under a bridge yeah. for the night. And we, we, you know, and it was, yeah. it was scary because you know they say if you don't make your first sale, you, you're doomed. Mm-hmm. This was my first sale, right. right? And so we found a way to get all of that stuff. And then I realized what the senator was talking about. People hang on to your work, life and death. Mm, indeed, so if you make a decision. You, you turn off the mic. you good right no the mic don't ever shut off yeah i mean we just went through
3: hell and back again during covid and you know you didn't have the luxury of not showing up i mean where some people didn't show up they didn't think it was their (laughs) job but like you had communities like mine that where you could not get a test or get vaccinated at all like i literally had to go to another county or you were coming in a center city which i thought
0: yeah, it's crazy where it's at. Now you can get a test at Wawa with, 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 with your sandwich. Homie. Yeah, And test forty nine cent on the. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. You get a bit Wawa. They two for one at the Wawa. It's crazy. Yeah. But I, I like, and that's what I mean. Hearing that type of story, though, like I just know, like me, I don't, I want to, and that's the messed up. Like I want to be that person, but just join a
3: board of an organization so you can feel
0: good. There's man. ways
1: to, yeah. ways to give back. But oh I no, mean, I know there's ways to give back. I, I've given back. I don't doubt that, but your sense of wanting to be a public servant—there's ways to. Like get how that. you
0: walked out that office, and the, the, they were homeless, and so you had to feel like me. It was like, are you know, I a, like yeah. I, I, I just it, it wouldn't have it clicked. I guess yeah. you know what I'm saying. To like, oh, I got to do because you know you do one for do that for somebody. Now like you 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 kind of and that's where the damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like you can't save everyone. It was like
1: Janie Blackwell, what you just said. She was the homeless queen. Oh yeah, every night six o'clock, there were families lined up. I didn't want to be that guy either. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's all you do. Right.
4: Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. I always think the, the goal of this exercise is not to continue to still give out the turkey or the bike. It's really to get people to self-sufficiency.
0: Yeah. We had a whole Jonah with uh <coughs> who was it was on the show with us. Uh, Kyrie. When yeah. We had to
3: break down how the turkey is completely. a burden. The turkey it's a
0: burden. It's a burden. It takes a half a day to cook. If I'm standing in line for a turkey, I'm still boy, giving out turkeys. <laughs> he was basically saying how it, the giving people a turkey for Thanksgiving is a is a twenty two pound twelve hour burden, because if I'm in line for a turkey, I probably don't have money for the sides, and I might not have a stove to cook, cook the turkey. The turkey, and I should have started yesterday on the turkey. <laughs> Most people cook it overnight. I don't know if you're familiar with that. <laughs> they
3: cook it with my you know,
0: seriously, that's slow roasted. <laughs> slow roasted. You
3: know, well, people have actually been asking for different things. I got, you know, do you have lamb? Do you have duck? Do you have beef?
0: Oh, y'all got some some spicy. Uh, y'all
3: got some spicy.
4: No,
0: baby, y'all and got no cheese. <laughs> <meat.
3: laughs> <laughs> and when you come with the turkey, best believe you better come with them sides. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Randomly, I logged into Instagram today. They frying, <laughs> deep frying lamb chops. See, I gotta log out. Yeah, yeah, we
3: mm. just
2: gonna smoke, we're gonna smoke all the flavor out Man. of the lamb.
0: <laughs> we're gonna absolutely annihilate all <laughs> the flavor <Yeah>. in the <laughs> lamb. Yeah, you but know, no.
3: just Calvin like, is <laughs> 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 a pretty good cook. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs>
0: but when it when it comes to like your your constituents, your neighborhoods, all of that type of thing, I think that's a bigger it like you you can't just throw things. No. You know, like if I give you, if you need $10 and I give you $10, that's cool. Yeah. Tomorrow right. you might need $10 again. Right. But if I show you how to make $20 every day, yeah. you're not, you know, like, so I understand that. And that's the bigger thing.
1: So the di- difference between where we are right now, 59th of Market and where I used to have an office. Okay. They ain't need me up there.
2: Right.
3: You just right.
1: up there. You just <laughs> up there. <laughs> 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 talking
3: to <laughs> the exterminator. <laughs> <there. laughs> they didn't like the uh, yeah. the way the squirrels were yeah, running. Somebody
1: peed on there. I mean, <laughs> that kind of thing. Down here, it's real. Yeah. Like, we, we give away food. We have lines. Yeah. And when we, and, and, it's not giving a person a fish. You got to teach them how to fish. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks. Some of the folks down here, you know, right down there is the stop and go, 7 o'clock in the morning. They want to line up for shots. Right. We need right. drug treatment. Right. Here. Yeah. And yeah. So that's why we moved here. It was easy in Winfield, and uh, I, mean, I was living the life. So yeah. Animals and <laughs> bees. Down here, it's real. Yeah, and Every 28 days, somebody going to get shot. We used to come here when we first built this building, thanks to Morgan C. what, the largest Rappi grant? Like 52? Life. 52 million dollars she put down here, right? But we used to check for bullet holes on Monday morning because they were shooting across the street. This right. is where they need
4: us. Yeah, so right. right.
1: To your point, you gotta love this job. You, this is not something that you do to make money because you can go to jail trying to make too much money. Right. You know.
0: Anyway. Yeah, that's what our homies say. Like you can't monetize public service. Like nope. you, no. just what it
2: is. You gotta be more for the public than anything. Yeah. You gotta be down to do the work. Yeah. Yep. So overall, uh, what would y'all say is the Political climate in Philadelphia right now and how people feel because daily, um, you know, because of the violence problems and all the stuff that's going on shootings, killings, carjacking, stuff like that you have people that are online and in person cursing the mayor out, cursing the DA out. People, um, the citizen, like you said, is a tale of two Philadelphians, but it's really probably like six different (laughs) Philadelphians, like 18. And people are just kind of fed up. At large, with all of the craziness that's kind of like consuming this city, Uh, what do y'all hear from y'all constituents? What is being said on uh, a city council level, on a state level about Philadelphia?
1: Me first. Mm -hmm. All right. So, what? There's two different perceptions of elected officials. If you have checked out and you in bed with the covers over your head, yeah. I mean, they view you as checked out. If you right here at Sixteen Market and I walk out there, I don't got a bodyguard. I go do deal with the people, they say they gotta mad get bra- and, we
2: gotta get brought a piece of something. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what they want is <clears throat> schools that educate, jobs that pay, and fathers that stay.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Schools that educate, jobs that pay, and fathers that stay. I, Listen to your podcast the other day about that elephant piece. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. I go through blocks. Ain't Subscribe no to the
0: Patreon, officialTRPE.com.
1: Yeah. Their father's list blocks. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. ain't no old head. Where there's no yeah. male figure that. Absolutely. And so that anger spills out on me and you. Mm-hmm. You know, like that somehow a tree falls in the wood, and I ain't hear that shit. It was my fault. Right. And I, I take that on the chin because I take it with them.
0: Fatherless blocks is scary. That is scary. That's wild. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's no adult male between the ages of like 20 and 50. Just they ain't, ain't there. You, you I heard I listen to y'all. Mm-hmm. Actually, he when we riding around, he don't listen, let me listen to rap music. I listen to y'all. <laughs> right. Right? Which is education
0: everybody loves mcdonald's fries so yes you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home um but the bag did feel a little light
1: but what you said was very true that if i don't have an example i heard something that you said but i heard it through sociologists that said that some of the problems with the young men in jail they not only hate their fathers that they don't they hate their mothers for letting that other dude be there and take my piece of chicken, my, you know, time away from you. Mm-hmm. And I hate both y'all.
4: Yeah.
0: We had BF and Krumo on the show and he was doing a lot of activist, you know, community work. And he was saying he would go to the jails all the time and like teach the kids, talk to the kids. And he said he was like, You go to the jail and, you know, you got kids in there with Two murders, three murders, four murders under their belt. They fight in three and four homicides. And you think that this kid is just like completely mentally like cast away. But he was like, you walk in the room and you start talking to him like a grown man. Young boy fall right in line and become a kid again. And Mitch, he's like, it, it blew my mind. It's like, he not a hard and tough and criminal. He just right. lost. He don't, mm-hmm. you know, he don't really got that. Because Mitch, like the second you, he said he went to one of the young kids. He told him he would come to his court date. Remember? Mm-hmm. He's like, I told him I'm going to come to his court date. <clears throat> So Mitchell, he's, I walked into the courtroom, whatever, waved and sat down. Say, I'm a broke down crime. He was like, what's wrong with you? He was like, nobody ever kept a word. Like I said, it was like, yep. so he was like, no, like I really made it a thing to make yeah. sure I was there for him. Like, and he was like, yeah, like these kids really, like a lot of them just don't. So me here right. five, like, and we were just talking <coughs> the other day on the Patreon, yeah. like having a discussion, we were having a conversation about them killing one of the largest elephants in Botswana. Yes.
3: And I've heard that story. Before. And the I scientist know.
0: was saying how right. killing the elder elephants affect the younger elephants because it leads to aggression problems, their interactions with humans and all these different things. And to hear fatherless blocks is like, yeah, the, the whole terrain. Yeah. is you got, a, you got a total
2: lack of leadership.
0: Total lack, you know.
1: And these boys sometimes find, old, like when I was coming up, old head meant you were in your 20s. You really wasn't from the gang no more. Mm-hmm. But you right. hung out and you were still keeping it real. Right. You gave us guidance. Like, y'all go ahead home. No, don't do that. Or come on, I'm gonna show you how to do that. Then right now you got young boys teaching young
4: boys. Yeah. And yep. they're
1: betraying the young boys, using them as crash dummies right. to go do yeah, jello. To this. Yeah. Guy, yep. And now all of a sudden you wake up and you in lock for life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can
0: vividly remember a time we were about 15, and one of my homies, he he had a gun, was carrying it around, whatever, whatever. And not not like he said, old heads, like you you hear old head and you think, oh. Oh, could be somebody was 23.
2: Yeah. That's the crazy part. Yeah, oh, he could be somebody four, five, six years older than but you. But one of the
0: one of the older dudes who was literally like seven, eight years older than us, he, he like spotted it while we was at the park. And he was like, what was that, yo? And he was like, what you mean? Like, and I'm saying just KZ he, and he took it from him. It was like, you tripping. You not yeah. getting this back. And straight took his gun. And like, you would think that that would spawn, his, but he just was like. All right, so what we we'll about to do? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you really got no business with this yeah. anyway. But and he and the, and the crazy part is the, the dude who took it was full of nonsense,
2: right? But this is the I'm already here. Yeah, you, I'm you, already burnt out. This not yeah, for y'all.
0: I, I'm who's I'm already fried. Y'all, 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 y'all got a chance to not be fried. Like and he had enough wherewithal to say right. no. And the craziest part is, dude, you know, dude who he took the gun. Life is straight. Know yeah. nothing, got a nice life, good wife, everything. And it's like, what if you would have just kept that gun on you and got caught with that or
1: used that? Yeah. or Tur- yeah. Turnouts in life are little decisions just like that. Yep. It's little forks. Series
2: series, little plastic right. forks. Series of small different decisions that you make where you either going to compromise your integrity or do something that you not prepared for the repercussions of that action and you're going to end up in jail for life or you're going to get shot or something stupid is going to happen to you that was totally avoidable.
1: Life-changing. Yes. Right you wake up and now all of a sudden you read in Arabic. You understand Plato's theory and all that stuff. But you in Yeah, you could have did that free.
3: Yep. Yeah, I mean, y'all said something on the podcast the other day that was Shout powerful. i taking more notes.
2: <laughs> 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 We're taking notes during the, during the
0: show. I love Morgan. That's funny.
3: So y'all said something amazing on the podcast the other day. Y'all said that. Your resur, your lack of resources shouldn't dictate your moral compass. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that is a conversation that we're not having a part of this gun discussion and this violence. It's we have program after program. We have funded organizations on the ground. We've created so many avenues for people to go down. It's the choice that they are making that is adding to they're the making, situation they're, that we're They're in. taking
2: the choice of the low-hanging fruit, which is, I'm going to get a gun, I'm going to rob this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to home invade this, da-da-da-da-da, not realizing how short that shelf life is. Right. And because of the, the old head piece of it, that total lack of leadership, there's nobody to tell them, yo, you do know you go run into somebody's house, you, you, you might win, you might lose. Somebody might blow your brains out, you might get the best of them, you might get whatever you are trying to get from this. But what about the next house and right. the next, like yeah, doing, eventually that catches
0: up to you. Right. Doing home invasions makes you the running back of the streets. Like you might have two seasons at the time. Yeah. That's just real. That's just how we, you don't have longevity yeah. in this. It, no one does. You're going to go down. Yeah. You, you know, Jay-Z says that, you know, chains is cool to cop, but more important is lawyer fees because that part of, and that's the, again, the old heads, you're not keeping it real with these young boys. Yeah, it's cool to go, you know, sell coke and do whatever you get a bust down, Roly or whatever. But you do understand you going yeah, in right. the next two years. Yeah, You're going the game. It's part of the game. Right. Of the game. You, and then you get in there. And now you're telling. And now that's it. I,
2: co- I had a conversation with, with, my, uh, with my, my uncle a couple years ago. And uh, just randomly, we hadn't talked in a while. So we was we was catching up or whatever. We met up in person. We was talking and he talked to somebody that he knows that's a federal agent. And they say, yo, it's two hundred and seventy two registered uh, paid informants in the city of Philadelphia. You going to jail. Like so, if you doing anything oh, illegal? Wow. You going because I, because there's probably a one in seven chance or something like that that whoever you oh, dealing with, not, whether you buying or selling, you dealing with. i will not you how crazy
0: is one of my one of my good friends. I used to you know gamble with having, He went into the feds, and when he went through his federal case, they they told him like. of federal convictions come from informants. Absolutely. And testimony. 83%. Like one, like every (laughs) 10, 8. Yeah, 8.3 out
3: of 10. Yeah. And that's a good point that you all are making. And when you ask the question, like, what's the conversation about Philadelphia in our different spaces? So up in Harrisburg, that's the conversation, where Philadelphia cannot govern itself, so we must now come in and govern. Right. So because it's a Republican General Assembly, right. they're passing bills like term limiting our district attorney, doing co-prosecution cases with the attorney general, being able to take cases out of the hands of our district Everybody attorney. Like it. Absolutely.
1: They won't even let us report lost and stolen guns. We wanted to make it mandatory. Right. We passed a law that said, if you lose your your, your, your gun, just tell us. Right, That's all. Tell us it's stolen so we can start looking for it. They said no. That infringes upon that individual's right to bear arms. I well, wait a minute. If you lose a cell phone, you report it. Right. You get a car stolen, you say it. Right. But you can't tell? The NRA and gun lobbyists out there were so strict about keeping that. Wait, what?
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, because I, I'm. I, so you lose a gun. It can't be something that's basically Publicly reported or like widespread reported? We can't make you. Report it. Okay, yeah, and that I know. So yeah. your gun is just
0: wherever. It's wherever. No, basically it's like you lose. You don't have to come in and say it. Like you don't have to make a report of it.
1: So My that-
2: thing is, if if that is the case and you not on no BS, why wouldn't you want to report that? And I, have, I got something to do,
3: man. <laughs> so, man strong purchaser, man. potentially. Straw, right.
1: that's, that's the key. Man, I got the over in the Padres
2: Charles
0: game. Right,
1: watch
3: this.
0: <laughs> so you, I can't you leave out the house now.
1: <laughs> you and your girl go into the gun shop. She buys the gun. Right. Get in the car, she hands you the gun. Yeah. Two years later, you get caught doing the, uh, oh, well, I've been got that gun stolen. Why didn't you tell us?
2: Oh, I didn't have to. The law says I don't have to. So it's an easy cop out for the straw purchaser. Yep. And speaking of straw purchasing, I've seen something in recent, in several different examples recently, there was a guy in Georgia and it related back to New York City. Guy in Georgia bought like 68 pistols or whatever like that. Oh, wow. He's living his best life, whatever. He's a legal beagle, but he got ties to this gang in Brooklyn and he's basically just sending these guns back home, back home, back home, back home, They arrest him, indict him, or indict everybody attached to it. Everybody got like 14 years or something like that. And it's just like when we have examples like this that we know exist, how is it that there's a law where you aren't made to report the losing of a gun?
1: In Harrisburg, it is a different universe. Yes. I got friendly Republicans. Some of my best friends. I hang out with them. They're just
3: conservative Democrats. Yeah, they're they're, really ju- they're mansions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but her Republicans are real Absolutely. Cyclone- hardcore Republicans. Republicans. And they view us as a aberration city. You're right. And you're talking about I go hunting. That's a religion of mine. Yeah. yeah. You ain't taking my gun out of my dead hands. I mean, kind of stuff. Right. And yeah, it's a AK forty seven. So what it shoots thirty bullets, it's mine. Yeah. And and so That mentality, and when you look at the stats, bro, more people have died in gun violence in Philly than all of the lynchings in the history of the United States.
0: That's insanity. That's wild. You I mean, it's not, not as, 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 as crazy as it sounds, I can believe it.
1: So you're safer in Afghanistan, Iraq, and now even Ukraine, Ukraine than the city you are, of Philadelphia.
3: No, And again, it goes back to um, people voting and they're being just apathetic right now because of, you know, the environment in Philly. But it's critical to vote because these next series of races will determine the direction that Harrisburg will go into that makes the decisions about what happens with lost and stolen guns. Now, you said
0: Harrisburg were basically thinking about doing things where, like, the, the term for the district attorney. Yes. Right? So, it's Like, they correct. literally
3: just passed a bill in, so we have the House and the Senate similar right. to Congress and Senate down mm-hmm. in D.C. They literally passed a bill out of the House term limiting our district attorney and sunsetting the bill after this current term that he's in.
2: So he just got reelected. Yes. And they term limited him and sunsetted it to this. Yeah. So he's basically done after this.
3: Well, it has to go to the Senate, okay, and then it has to go go to the governor's desk. So it it what more are, than likely can go through the Senate. What are your
2: What are your thoughts? What are your honest thoughts on if it's going to pass or not?
3: Oh, it has the potential to honestly pass, but our governor's going to veto it, and they don't have a super majority, okay, which is two it. thirds vote. Yeah.
4: Okay,
0: okay, yeah. So Krasner will probably get his whole term. Yes.
4: Yeah, okay. Krasner will be fine.
3: Yeah. But it's the it's the idea that that is the type of environment. That's that we're the conversation. In. Yes, in, in. that they want to govern Philadelphia from mm-hmm. Harrisburg. And not
2: to cut you off, uh, uh, Kurt, but what I, I want to get this thought out. It's almost like a situation where because Philadelphia is so different and, di- and non-representational of the rest of the state, it's almost like the 99% governing the 1%.
3: That's our reality. And
1: the economic reality is for every dollar you send to Harrisburg, you're only getting 73 cents back.
3: We are the economic engine the of engine. the commonwealth. We drive the. Yeah, car. absolutely.
1: And they treat us
2: like. Yeah, but out of Philadelphia, the state doesn't matter. Absolutely. Stuff. So yeah, it's Philadelphia, Alabama in between, and then it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Right. Like that's right.
3: it. I mean, that's why elections. Philadelphia Skid Row, Pittsburgh.
4: <laughs> yeah, that crazy. That's
3: why elections are critical, and Philadelphia can determine every statewide election if we got out and vote. And I yeah. think as electives, that is what we have to make the electorate understand. Mm-hmm. Is that we we have the potential to control who's the next governor, Absolutely. who is the US senator, who is the lieutenant governor. Yeah. And we have the ability to so like right now I don't have an opponent, but all the can all the Democrats in Philly that don't have opponents, we now shift our focus to what's happening in Pennsylvania and other areas yeah. that have Republicans so we can well, that's, they, right. that's, oh, what they that's what they call
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. that's so what <laughs> <laughs> they call. No. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> well you call it Alabama, that's right, what we right, call right, it yeah, yeah, on yeah. But yeah, so I mean, we shift our focus as Democrats in the Southeast because we're majority, you know, progressive yeah. and liberals to flipping the House and seats that we could potentially take back, so we can then control the agenda up in Harrisburg that will, you know, address some of the yeah. underlining issues as to why we're having all of this violence so
1: locally,
2: who's the next i'm not here for that
3: conversation <laughs> y'all
1: can have it I've,
4: I've heard
2: uh i've heard uh jeff brown i've heard maria sanchez i heard sanchez uh, but, uh i heard she's brilliant i heard she's the one like i heard she was a golden child is what i was told john street might come back you know, <laughs> yeah, the you know what i'm saying i heard uh little street you in the mix I don't I'm like outside of uh you know those are the two names that I keep hearing um
0: Who's the mayor now?
2: Kenny <laughs> Kenny here you go Kennedy. I mean I mean it's Michael Nutter is just always right there. <laughs> he got the seal here yeah. from Michael Nutter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, at Rose man. Tattoo one night having dinner. <laughs> you know who that is? Don't fucking yeah. <laughs> I was I was at Rose Tattoo one night in Callowhill Hill having dinner and um me. Mike Nutter me. came up and introduced himself to me. He was a super gentleman. He, I don't particularly know Did of You him.
0: realize when Jamie Foxx got sworn in as the uh, DA on <laughs> the Michael Nutter was holding the Bible?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Law abiding citizen. law abiding citizen. There you go. But I've I've heard the name Sanchez. I didn't. Jeff Brown is not shop right. Jeff. Shop Brown. right,
3: Jeff. Yes, oh, so Jeff He, he, he running for me. Run the, the, the one that s- s- say
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you will get yeah, salt yeah. on the case. <laughs> Everybody. Right? Right. Egg man. I, I ain't
0: know Jeff Brown was right. Yeah,
2: Jeff Brown running. Hey, Brown,
4: got, shooting. Shooting. Hey, Brown
0: got this in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. It's over. Nah. Y'all can back it up. I ain't <laughs> know Jeff <laughs> Brown. <laughs> it was funny during
1: the pandemic. <laughs> He was giving away groceries. Hey, yeah.
0: Yeah. Hot at the Hot Bar Valley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. During the pandemic, he was giving away groceries. It must have been 50, 50 pastors standing there getting those yeah. certificates. I walked by, they ain't know me. They, that's Jeff Brown. Because
2: yeah. Yeah, he's, he, he's a
0: celebrity. What's crazy is you. you it, it's, it's so funny now that you're saying this. Because I rode past a shot right the other day, and there's a gigantic, like, poster of him. It's new. And I was thinking to myself, like, yo, I, I went
2: decades not seeing Jeff Brown. <laughs> no, I can't <laughs> escape Now
0: the
4: he's there, and never
0: like,
2: yeah, Jeff Brown might be right. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, he running for mayor. Yeah. So, uh. Is, Morgan don't want none of this. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no no. Ain't no yeah. I didn't have a section on hey, Philly like mayor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you tell us who's the next mayor. So if I was handicapping horses, we was at the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got Jeff Brown, he's in the pole position. Right. You got um, your girl Parker.
3: Sherelle Parker from Sherelle the Parker.
1: She comes from a base of the Northwest. Which is politically strong. She's going to do well in a lot of the, you know. Uh,
3: She's I'm a black her. woman.
1: She's a black woman. Oh yeah. So she- has Philly ever had a black woman mayor?
3: They have no. not.
1: I,
2: I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> because Maria- I, I can remember all the mayors. I'm like, it wasn't no <laughs> yeah. black woman. I
1: think we deal. had a woman. <laughs> wasn't no woman. Period. Yeah. As a woman of a Maria- ring, Maria Sanchez is the smartest. Been in rooms with people. Now you're in a room trying to figure out a problem. And- and everybody look at the person who has. His yeah, version, right. That's Maria. Yeah, and that's what I heard. She that's what I heard. I heard smart. she the real deal. She's but brilliant. With a brilliant. Surname that is Spanish. Hmm. We, we don't know. Then you got Derek Green, who is um he's pretty smart. He is the modern Michael.
4: Nutter. He, is. Okay. He, is.
1: he is. He is. Michael Nutter esque. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have um Alan Dom. Alan Dom, who is rich. He's the condo king. Doesn't take a salary currently. Yeah, he gave back his money. He gives it to the schools. To
2: the schools. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, he's up. Yeah. I like that. You have him. I'm doing this for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: need I'm coming that. to work and not making money. You I'm rich already. I'm good. Then you have Helen Gim, who is uh, one of the progressive left of left. She's our city council AOC.
0: Okay. What's AOC?
1: Uh,
3: yeah, congresswoman down in D.C. Okay. From New York. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then um, you have the city controller, Rebecca... Rebecca Reinhardt. Reinhardt. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Um, I've heard that name before.
1: She is a Michael Nutter S... -hmm.
2: Like a business person? No. She she counts. Okay, she she counts.
1: So she she does auditing of systems. Okay. So you have... And I'm going to tell you this. All of them, if I woke up the day after the election and that person was mayor, the city will function.
2: Yeah. There's,
1: There's not always good and bad. There's good, better...
2: Yeah, I was going to say, who's who's going to make the city thrive so me and Matt don't get, a, uh, and the, and get the hell out of here?
3: That's the question. And to Mayor Kenny's credit, he mentioned that during his time as mayor. Like, about a decade ago, you saw a big drain that happened in the city of Philadelphia where people were moving out. Yes. Now they're moving back in. Mm-hmm. The next mayor will determine whether or not our generation is moving out or to in. set up somewhere yeah. or moving in.
2: Yeah, I think the moving in is like a different demographic though. It's way. completely yeah. different. Yeah. I had a I had a debate with somebody on Twitter famously uh, yeah, recently yeah, and and uh <laughs> and uh he basically was saying like yo Philly 70% black. I said, "Where did you get this data from?" Yeah, I said like 40 yeah. Hakeem's Almanac. No, yeah. it's not even 40. Right. It it might be 38 or something yeah, like right. that. And I'm just like X. This is a this is a diverse, multicultural city, right. and it's a it's a port city. It's on the ninety five corridor. It's in the mid Atlantic. It's a conduit to the north and to the south. Like this is an important city. We have the bones to be a great city. It's yeah. just we need somebody
3: that has an aggressive vision. Yeah, for they think
1: small, no, right? I mean, I've been in a room with all of those people. Yeah, the problem we have, and you touched on it. Uh, by way of social life, but it's true every aspect. We think, so we we getting this infrastructure money, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm listening in the room. I'm like, man, we gonna get paid. This so happened once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. What are we going to redo? We're going to fix every pothole in the city. We're the- going to do the
0: corners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, we ain't going to build a rail we, we, between we, Center City and the Northeast or,
3: or the King of Prussia?
1: King of Prussia? We're going to fix potholes? Or
3: even thinking about well, the, using the, the this.
2: The potholes are crazy. potholes are yeah. nuts.
1: Yeah. The potholes. I, 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 I fell I, in
2: one. Listen, I, who, tell me who I need to talk to. I blew <laughs> four tires. I blew five tires on my Carlton BMW.
1: Williams, Streets <laughs> Department. <laughs> okay.
2: I'm dropping your name. name. I'm dropping your name. Listen, I blew five tires on my BMW. I was at Kurt's office the other day. (laughs) He showed me all the photos. He he called You you weren't in none of them, but he showed them to me. You weren't (laughs) in none of
0: them,
1: but he showed me all
2: the photos. 6.50 a tire, five tires on my BMW in a three months, span. These potholes.
1: But if you're going to do what you said, build a life. So we should have built that Sixers stadium. Right on
2: Delaware. Yeah, as opposed to Camden. Now, I will say that. I don't want to go to Camden for nothing. Now, like me,
0: I I go to a lot of games. I've been going around. And I will say that, like, going down Memphis. Like, I'm talking about, like, FedEx Forum is on Bill Street. Yeah. Like, you come out FedEx Forum, and you got a a drink in your hand, and you jigging up the street. Like, it's crazy. It's like you go to Phoenix. Same thing. Their baseball stadium is right downtown. It's like, for Philadelphia, like, to still have, like, the – a sport complex that's just like when we leave, yeah, that's we, all that's down there. The six game another night, you just get on ninety five and take your ass home. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and that's it, the it's thing.
3: It. Like, we need somebody that has a bold vision that's going to make it. the connections.
0: Even when it comes to to highway, like today they, they're doing traffic now on uh, road, like seventy six going to the boulevard, like going up route one. Yeah, and they got it split, so it's mm-hmm. right lane, left lane, and the middle lane they doing construction. And I'm thinking to myself like, yo, this John, this is the highway. Yeah. This John, two you lanes.
1: No, I heard that one, too. Uh. It, it, it oh, yeah, like that marriage. was key. I was wild in that day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I was wild. I got a Charlie horse. I had to
0: stretch it
2: out. You know what I'm saying? Got out and did some Pilates. Yeah, did highway. some Pilates real quick on the highway. You know what I'm saying? But no,
0: it's like when you go to these other places, and, and get it messed up. I feel like I watched this show, Adam Ruins Everything, and he says how...
2: Get out the room, yo. Yeah. Who, that who was it? Bro, did he? Yo, you're uh, killing yeah. me, yeah. yo. That
1: is Bro he yeah. 215 Yeah. yeah. Right. No, we all, <laughs> these mics
4: are
1: hot <laughs> so I was
0: watching this show and the guy was basically saying how when you like let's say you got a three lane highway right? Yeah. and you're like oh man we could put some money out and make this a five lane highway he was like the only thing a five lane highway does is in, in, induce more traffic right. so you don't really beat anything and he was showing how I-5 got constructed Yeah. you know out in Portland going down yeah, in yeah, California yeah. where it's like think about I-5 is always traffic that joint is 12 lanes. Right. So it's like, we could put another lane on 76. It would take, you know, forty two years. years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's like, would it really, really help in the, in the long run? So I feel more so what he's saying where it's like having a, a high-speed rail that could connect the northeast to Center City or the northeast to Center City to the airport right. or northeast to King of Prussia to the yeah. airport. That would be dope. But it's, you know, you got to start thinking like Japan. Yeah. Or, or, or like or yeah, even
3: doctor- thinking about just the amount of we're getting millions upon millions of dollars from the infrastructure. Yes. Bill. Lots and of money. Looking at it potentially as a revolving loan fund. So it would take care of infrastructure things as small as potholes, not just for the, over the next three years, but
2: over the next decade. Yeah. Dr. Claude Anderson, the the number one black economist in history. He wrote the book Powernomics, brilliant man. He worked on the Ford administration, worked on the Carter administration. He wrote the plan for black America that black people excoriated Ice Cube for because they say, what the fuck is a nigga from Anaconda doing telling us about a plan for black America, not understanding that there was the number one black economist of all time, one of the top economists, period, and lawyers, doctors, that went into writing this plan. He said that what would and encourage more people to move to the South and create more infrastructure would be a high-speed rail that goes from Dallas, Texas, New Orleans, Louisiana, Montgomery, Alabama, Alabama uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I think it was maybe somewhere Jacksonville, Florida or something like that. He said you would create hundreds of thousands of jobs, you would create the the viability of somebody could get on a train in Jacksonville, Florida and be in Dallas, Texas in a matter of hours as opposed to 14 hours or however the heck longs it takes you to take a train. And it would it would like it would literally pay for itself. And it's that type of bold vision and that type of thinking that you need in a city like Philadelphia that has everything. Only thing we don't have is a beach in warm weather. You got everything else. You got ports, you got railways, you got Cargo trains that come through here still to this day. How? Like how? <laughs> like I don't understand.
1: It's vision. Or yeah. <clears> the <throat> lack thereof. And I'm going to tell you, that Amazon deal that we were a couple years ago looking at, that would have changed Philadelphia. Not necessarily for the good. I'm going to tell you why. You put 50,000 people here with $100,000 per income, housing, real estate goes up. Uh, yeah. And guess who gets moved out?
2: Yes. it's instant gentrification Yep,
1: and I've yeah, been saying yeah, yeah.
2: I, I personally think it's
0: coming <coughs> regardless yeah. I, I've been I like it's slower I, no no all drugs aside like I, I drive the, the 48 and I, I'll say it to myself driving up down 29th street like y'all got four or five more years Yes, yeah, I'm like, like the yeah. writing
2: is on the wall because my thing is for a good 28, 29 months in a row, every time I went anywhere in downtown Philly, there was a new condo development. Who's buying all these condos?
0: They're building... I was riding <laughs> here, and I saw they're doing... Uh, if you come off of City Ave, and you make the right on 63rd, so you know the train station. Yeah, yeah. You coming down right past... I used to have a homegirl that lived in that apartment building back in the day. On a, that's right. <laughs> okay, on the left side where the pizza place is, yeah. it's an all big building they're doing. I'm just
1: like, when the hell did this ca-? like yeah, just... right near a train station? Exactly. That's, the key. That's if our they district. Ever fix, you know it's over when they fix North Philly train station in the botany building next door. Oh, yeah. it's a million dollar condos.
0: It's, a wrap. it's over. I literally said it though. I'm like, I remember you know I've, I've been there since '09, so I remember when you would come up 29th Street. When you got to Poplar, because the 48 comes up Poplar and makes it right on 29th, mm-hmm. when you turn off a of Poplar onto 29th Street, the last yeah. of the people who wasn't black was getting their things together. Yes. Yeah. We get to Gerard, they off of this joint. Yeah. To the point where when you get to, like, Master Jefferson, you like, hey, y'all... Y'all good? Yeah, yeah, Y'all know
2: <laughs> <all> that stuff, Because,
0: <laughs> like, you know, y'all ain't... Now, I'm talking about yeah. you get to Dolphin, Ridge, Diamond, right. like... Even all the way up to like York, yeah. Walking, the and Straight it's up. just like you see these homes where it's like how we talked about homes missing, you know, the the in the, the dilapidated buildings. And you look up, it's a four story home with the front the slanted with and the roof, roof deck.
3: deck. No, sixty third in Lebanon, y'all got to drive on Lebanon. You know where uh-huh. uh, the the right aid is? Is two brewery town style homes that were put in right. the cutouts. Each of them is like four hundred grand.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I listen. And in two years, they're gonna be six fifty.
0: I was on forty eight, and it was a detour because they was protesting. Like it was a protest coming down Gerard. I don't know the the. Mm-hmm. I guess like the you know whatever was going on last year. It was just random. You remember mm-hmm. last year was a protest every day. Yeah, <laughs> every. and so you couldn't even keep up with detours. So they was just like, "Hey, look, figure it out." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, no. Free yeah, freestyle. freestyle. <laughs> Let us know where you go. And I went. I I, I went down to thirtieth. And Gerard. You know, it's like a, a Audi right there. Right. And I made the right on 30th.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I got to, like, 30th and Master. Bro, it's like Beverly Hills. Yeah, beautiful. I couldn't believe it. I'm, I'm like, like, no way. I'm talking about, like, condos with gigantic balconies with, like, parrot cages. Mm-hmm. sitting up on the- I was just like, what? Yo, I'm talking about gated homes. Like, dude, people got their cars in their driveway with gates yep. in front of them. And I'm just like, yeah, no. And then... Coming back down, we had to detour of Gerard. So they was just like, yo, you'd be better off just taking Gerard to uh, Broad Street. But Gerard was blocked at 22nd. So you had to go up 22nd and go over to, uh, to Ridge and come down. Da- and I came down Ridge, Ridge Avenue. Listen, dog. I,
1: Rodeo, Ross, Rodeo
2: Drive. Dog. <laughs>
1: That's I couldn't North, believe it. That used to be North Philly. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's North Ridge now. Yeah. That's, North Ridge. Yeah, and North.
3: that's the thing. That is what our next mayor has to figure out. Like how do we continue that boom and this investment and that expansion and that vision without pushing out the But at rest the same time though, Philly to his point, I feel
0: like yeah, you want that expansion and you want these things to happen. But a friend of mine's was showing me a house, so he was looking at down 22nd and pine. The house was listed for six hundred and twelve thousand. It sold for fifty four thousand over the ask. It spent zero days on the market. Yeah, that, it, clo-
2: it closed pre market. Like wow. somebody just showed up. and they probably <laughs> right. wasn't, they probably were a cash buyer. Yeah, Weighed no everything. contingencies. Waived all the inspections and all of that. i have been here. I was talking to a guy at the
0: poker room the other day, and he he's a contractor, and he was saying he's like he went to a he he had his friend was selling a house in Jersey the house was listed for 650,000 big house. Mm-hmm. He's like the house sold for almost a hundred over to ask. He was like, I literally came there and watched the guy straight say, yeah, we cool on the inspection. Yeah, we I'm trying get to get in, in here. Yeah. And he's like, I, I, I couldn't believe him saying it. Cause it's like one, you're buying this much house and it's an older home. Yeah. To waive an inspection on a new home is crazy. Yeah. On a, 27-year-old <laughs> house is wild. We need
2: to inspect this whole thing.
0: That you're about to spend but, 700 But, but people,
2: But people are so afraid that they're going to lose the deal, they're right. willing to put themselves in compromising positions and just deal with it later. It's
1: a yeah. seller's market, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seller's market. And it's crazy. As to uh, Representative Cephas' point, it's over here now. Oh, yeah. I used to think oh, that's a Daryl Clark and uh, Kenyatta Johnson problem. We're going to be okay. Yeah. Man, until you see what was the old Penwind? Pen they bought the Penwind, it's now the Phoenix? Oh, the Phoenix, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Man, they put those folk out of there that was on. Disability, this, that. You we know. have
3: a couple of New York firms buying up apartment buildings. <laughs> yeah, Listen,
2: the New York firms, the North Jersey firms, right. the Asian money, the Russian money, and all that that's coming down here. You can't get a house at the sheriff's. That's if, over. With. Did like, any of
0: y'all see the dude in the, the, the apartment in New York that won't move? And they're trying to get him yes. out to sell it. Did yeah. you see that? Did yeah. you
4: see it?
0: <laughs> He's living in his apartment. It's like 3300 a month in Manhattan. And the landlord has gotten everybody to move out of the building because they're trying to do a $70 million Re-eviction. bill. Yeah. And he won't move. So they, they literally got, like, generators in the hallway
1: and <laughs> running off. Like you, to, your, to that point, these evictions now are getting ready to be violent. Mm-hmm. Like, where am I going? Yeah. Tell me, I gotta leave. Where am I taking these kids? Where am I going? Sharon Hill. Yeah, no, I'm not leaving.
2: Make me. Sharon Hill, Chester.
0: We said it on the show. That's why I said it when I when I like to myself. Like y'all got four or five more years to get this all out yeah. of y'all system. And the what's thing gonna is, happen is real quick. They're gonna take 29th Street. Mm-hmm. All of, all of that is dead. Yeah. The fact that they're calling it Brewery Town now, y'all can forget. Yeah, it's not even North Philly no No, more. This is done. So it's like the fact <laughs> that they call it. No, it's the truth. They're gonna send y'all to where, where Naughty by Nature from? Oh, East, East Orange, Orange, New Jersey.
4: <laughs> y'all
2: going to East Orange, New Jersey, or y'all going to Fallcroft and Sharon Hill. Yeah. It's like all of this. Fallcroft is... ain't taking them. No. I be in Fallcroft a lot, and Fallcroft <laughs> ain't taking them. They not playing that shit. They pull up for. If two kids get into a fight, the police pull up yeah. and hit you in the head with a flashlight. Yeah. They ain't taking you with Fallcroft. Y'all niggas going to Sharon Hill, y'all going to Chester, yeah. y'all going. Uh, Y'all might could go to Aston, maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like they're not playing with y'all. And, yeah. the fa- and the fact that y'all sons is out here shooting everything up, y'all speeding the process up. Y'all might not got four or five years. Yeah. You might got two and a half. But watching, the like she said, the, the
0: having somebody who has a vision for, for, for things going further, yeah. you also want inclusion oh, absolutely. for people. Absolutely. And that's a big thing. With like my, like I told you, my, one of my best friends, he's over in Qatar. The fact that the Qatari government gives people
3: money every year is insane. Like, just all get a stipend. I mean, and if I'm you think like, about it, it's the same thing as basic income. Yeah. That one of our candidates talked about for president. So when we, you all are always talking about the PUA and the Mm PPP, and when the faucet stops, it's having a real conversation about basic income. They can never do
0: that again. PPP (laughs) that was that was a failure. Well, you don't have to do it as drastic (laughs) as that. (laughs) We failed that time. So
1: in the midterms, you're going to see such a. We we better watch this next election. Oh right. Really closely because whatever infrastructure money, whatever. When they rebel against that and get elected, the the whole purpose is to turn that spigot off and to see what happens next. Right. That see what happens next is not going to be like with
4: the uprisings
1: we had before. Right. They're going to be ready. They're not going to be apologetic about, yeah, 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 George Floyd, no. They, they, they Trump did this one commercial where you know, the person's calling the cops. Someone's in my house. Press one. We'll call you tomorrow. Press two. Yeah. You might get a call back in a week. Right. I just left nine one one, and they're saying people ain't answering. There's twenty three people at that nine one one center in order to deal with forty two hundred calls a day. H- high 7,200 calls a day. If mm. five people are out, you on hold.
2: Yeah. Me on hold the call now. One is crazy, and it's wild because of what <laughs> That's you know. Nuts.
0: No, seriously, it's like Damn wild man. because when you really think about it, like you say, where you're at. Think about us out there. You, when your girl the Carson and dog, it's like yep. they they, come they pull right up in a heartbeat. You know, for anything. Yep. Our fire alarm went off one night. You seen <laughs> the the spinning on the front of the fire truck down the street? They don't play. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just based off where you at, and that goes to a bigger issue, which I want to kind of go into with the the. People not wanting to work, right? Right. Because he's saying, like, if you got a call center, 911 call center, and five people are out, I know because I watch different industries where this job might be short, this many people, this Mm -hmm. many. I was in Wawa the other day, the girl was literally like taking the bread, the quesadilla out the oven, and then coming up, putting a glove on, ringing people out. I'm like, this is crazy. People refuse to
2: go to work.
3: I think it's people are in a different position now when it comes to their employers. They are in a position to where they now can dictate the terms where it used to be the other way around. So when you think about pre-COVID, they were... Some were still doing seven twenty five. Maybe I'll give you 10 They
2: were cutting people you, off as why soon Why would I s- give
0: you a sizzly? It's saying <laughs> on
4: the <laughs> right.
2: you sign up. You get a sizzle every day. 15 an hour. Yeah. 18 of you a shift yeah. manager. Right. Two <laughs> soups. And a, two so, soups and a free so soup. So it's
3: almost like what, you know, how the unions at one point transformed mm-hmm. the work environment for employees. I just think that we are in that environment right now where employees are dictating what they're worth.
1: Right. To your generation's credit, though, I've experienced we're we're doing that container mall right there. Yeah, right? I was looking at that a lot. It looks that, beautiful. Yeah, that's going. To that's be, happening. Yeah, that is at the turnaround, 49th and Parkside. That really? Dollar. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Oh wow! And that's oh man, let's clap it up for that. That going to put with that. Christmas mall and Jerry's Corner had a baby. It's gonna be that. Okay. And we're taking. People used to sell stuff out the back Jerry's of Jerry's Corner. Wow. Did yeah, you know about that? Yeah, yeah Listen, they, they had some good. Jerry's uh, Corner and our Jerry's Corner was.
2: They had some good rotisserie wings at Jerry's yeah, Corner. Yeah, yeah. I ain't
0: gonna hold you. You <laughs> could get a good radio out of there at one point.
1: Exactly. <laughs> at one point. So, and it went all downhill. So if you life. were selling jeans out the back of your trunk, you would be able to do that. They're on the legit tip. And we have a stage, outdoor stage. Okay. And a projector screen. Sort
0: of like what they intended to do at the piazza it's mm. before everybody like, wild out then yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, niggas,
2: that. niggas start shooting up and, down and there so ruin that. We did it. Yeah.
1: Like a recently, like, no, interview.
2: because they, they cleared them all out, but yeah. that's why they got cleared out because they was down there getting busy. But exactly what the Piazza was from. Yeah. You. So
1: y- we interviewed 50 businesses already mm-hmm. and they all look like you and they quit a job. You quit that good job. Yeah, I'm done. I'm going to, Gamble on myself. Right. I am going to make these jeans, right. customize these pants, mm-hmm. do this thing, and I'm going in there. And that spirit ain't from our generation. No, right? no, and no. We was go watch people. Yeah. Like, I'm going to wear kids. Listen, man.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. like,
0: now, listen, that was a uh, yeah. bomb like speed, but I'm going to get the watch. You know what I'm saying? That was
3: my mother.
1: And she was like, Are you sure you want to leave the councilman's? You can stay for 30 years. Don't run for office. <laughs> She's like, yeah, Okay. I, d- I made the mistake of telling her when she first came, you only got five years, then you got to go. you too talented to be. She meant that. She left me in five I years. I mean, I, I can't if mad. I want <laughs> to run for office only have.
0: Yeah. I think because more to you, because you transitioned before me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still like one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it goes all the way back to the conversation we had off air. Before the show where I think people have just realized now my time and my energy can yield so many more Mm -hmm. dividends, so many more relationships, so much more. uh, What was the the term you used? um, Like as far as mattering. uh, uh, I can't think about it right now. But basically just you can matter to so many more people in the short amount of time you have. If you're think about us with this. Mm-hmm. And it was it was wild because I was walking down the street, and dude just walked up like and you know I I you know I yo yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I could tell he was coming towards me you yeah. know what I mean and he got about about where broad did he is and he was like yo I really really love your show yo and I'm like huh and he was like no like your show is really really dope and I was like oh appreciate you you know what I'm saying he was like no like my uh my sister put me on and he was like you know i like i started listening to it and i'm like damn these dudes funny they make sense da, da, da. and he's like then i heard like y'all serious shows like the joint y'all had with omar tate or the joint he mentioned the show with y'all he's like being able to listen to people from the city to talk like you where it's like you can act silly and do jones with crit mac and spank Whoring, but then you can talk turn around and have like elected officials. You can have the chef of the year. You can have this person on. He's like, so I just like the energy behind it. He's like, just seeing what y'all are able to do. He's like, it's to the point where like my son mentions like podcasting now as like something to do. And I guess that goes to the point y'all say we're like, you know, being able to show people like, yo, you started with nothing. Like me and you started literally like with a phone Yeah. (laughs) and you know, then got to the point where we doing sold out shows and selling merch and everything. So it's like, it's dope, but I just feel like this generation, we've realized, yo, these phones don't turn off. Like my dad had a cell phone back in the day. He had a, remember the dish, John? Like the yeah. He had
4: pull the, you know, like he had to
0: pull the yeah. antenna. Up. Them phones. Well, I remember my dad would walk in the house and turn his cell phone off.
2: Yeah. Mm. Cause now I'm home. The house phone. And Anna Jones, forty two dollars a minute. Yeah, yeah, that
0: too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Call me at nine. <laughs> so me please
2: only. Please. You know what I mean? Not and long
0: distance. No, that's real. And we've gotten to the point now where. You can make money off your phone yeah. 24-7. So if I got this phone in my possession 24-7 and I can make money off of it 24-7, coming to work where y'all are like, put your
3: phone away yeah. is crazy.
2: Yeah,
3: You yeah. understand what I'm saying? You know what's interesting? It's like their generation put in a 30 years got the watch. Our generation, I feel like, is using our 9-to-5 to build what? Yeah, build, to build wealth. Yeah, And now this... Generation behind us, they yeah. just starting off. I'm not. I've,
0: I've recently gotten into like investing, right? Mm-hmm. So like I've been doing a lot of that, reading a lot. Of, shout out Tay, we was together the other day. I've been reading a lot, just looking a lot of like different. Because you always would talk about it, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yo, Chad, like you you go so fast," and I didn't really understand it. So it's like I'm understanding like day trading and swing trading, right? And then long term investments and this that, and the third. And when I real when it when it kind of blew my mind was when I real really really got into Bernie Madoff. His mm-hmm. story. Right. So he stole the sixty five billion dollars or whatever. Do you know what he hit off? The the NYPD pension fund. Yeah. He got the whole pension from the police. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, your job will really have you put money into a pension fund every week.
2: And then they go give it to and somebody then else. go and
0: invest <laughs> that money somewhere else to turn around and be like, "Yo, we'll give you twenty six hundred a month. Thirty five years from now. And the whole time they're just flipping and, flipping and flipping and flipping and to the point where I started really getting into like pension funds and really trying to understand it. So I got into my pension fund yeah. and figuring out how much money I had in there. And then understanding that certain people in certain positions, they're allowed to move their money around at will, depending mm-hmm. on who you're with. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can take your money in your pension fund and be like, I want to put that in the S&P 500. I want to put that on the NASDAQ. Yeah. I want to put that on. We don't have that ability. So. Literally, I, and I, I'll be honest, Lee has more money in her pension fund than I do after five years of where she's at, and I've been there 13 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. So why on earth am I dedicating 30 years to the thought of this when right. I could realistically, I could do this in two months over, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Financial
1: literacy. And that's these, where we are. We just young, have a better understanding. Young people like yourselves coming in here courageous. Right. Like, hey, I may fail. I Dog. And the thing yeah, is, if you win,
2: you're going to win so big, big right. that it takes the fear out of failing. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. And and that's the difference. I think, I think what it is,
0: and you know, me and my dad, have, me and my dad and my grandfather recently passed away, we had the conversation and it was so funny because we were sitting there and we were talking and you, you heard the episode. So you heard me talk about my dad, my dad right now is 71, 72, excuse me. My grandfather, if he was alive, would be 102. a oh, wow. 102. So you figure I'm 37, 72, 102. Mm-hmm. My grandfather's. View on his job was he loved it. He's like, I was mad I had to retire. I, loved it. <laughs> I still be working there. And it's crazy because you look at the pension in his situation. You know he actually lived on his pension longer than he worked there, and he worked thirty years. Right. He retired when he was sixty four. Passed away when he was ninety nine. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So for him, he was like, I love my job. I, I would have never left. They, they they had to force me to quit. I ain't never <laughs> missed no day. Then my dad comes along, civil rights era, you know, understanding responsibilities. He was the first black on our block in Penrose, 1970, he moved to Penrose. They hadn't even built Pepper and all that stuff yet. My dad was like, I didn't love my job, but I respected it because it helped me raise my family, do what I had to do. So I didn't love it at all, barely liked it. But I respected it enough to come every day and, you know, Mm -hmm. dedicate myself to it. Then me, I come along in the crack era. I'm like... I'll leave today. Somebody's <laughs> <laughs> somebody offered me something better today. I'm yeah. out of And that's and now these people like the Gen Z and the
2: Gen Y. They like what job? Yeah, no, I saw, I'm not even applying for I a job. I saw something recently. I think it was uh, in Forbes, and they were saying that these uh the the people. What's behind us? Gen Z is behind the millennials. Gen, Gen Y and then Gen Gen
0: Z, right? Uh, Bro, come on. You're supposed to be useless. Uh, <laughs> so whatever the latest, I mean,
2: you're supposed to g- be useful. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, but you're the, whatever the, whatever yeah. the, my heart knew you're supposed to be useful. <laughs> whatever, whatever the, whatever the newest present generation is, yeah. they will leave a job. Three times in a year, mm-hmm. unapologetically.
4: Facts. They don't
2: care. Like that stigma of like, oh, you gotta at least work somewhere two years, it's out the window. They don't care because they won't even put it on a resume. No. Yeah, I didn't even work there. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Like, no, they're coming, the they're coming the in part.
3: saying, what is the work life balance and culture here before I even consider you.
0: You wanna know what's crazy is I like and I know it because I my, people have multiple resumes that depict multiple things. Mm-hmm. Like I have a resume that has all of my transportation experience. Like if I'm 20 years in. Drove wreck chasing tow trucks. Drove yeah. gas trucks. I got all my all my endorsements on my license. Drove cross country, 18 wheelers. Drove the bus. I got a resume for that. Then I have a resume that has my whole multimedia. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like you got different... Aspects. Yeah, you got different yeah, yeah. things out here. And I was explaining this to one of the older guys in my job. I'm like, yo... Look at this guy over here. He has a business. She has a business. Mm-hmm. Her and her sister do that. Yeah. Her, him and his three brothers, they got the the construction company, and they. So it's like at any given moment, him and his three brothers could get a contract from the
1: city. I'm out of here. Yep, it's a wrap. Right. Yeah. You only you only have to like you said hit big once. That's it. That's, That's it. it. You're set. You're set. And um, so that entrepreneur spirit we're trying to bring to a micro area and let people feed off each other and guess what every one of them had in common they had a following
4: yeah on twitter yeah.
1: like they i, I was asking so how many people buy your shoes why well, do custom shoes how many people how many followers you got mm, 10,000 what right <laughs> i said and they buy from you yeah yeah and so this kind of thought is the reason why nobody wants to flip yeah. burgers. Yeah. People
2: understand multimedia. They understand engagement. They understand uh, reach as far as like how to find people. They understand, some of them understand customer service and the fact that if you take care of somebody, you create that. Uh, You know, that residual business, and it creates that referral based of a business where it's like you took great care of this person. Now they get you 19 more customers that you didn't have to go out here and hunt for. They understand that, and they're self-educated. They go to YouTube University. They figure all of this stuff out. We've watched viral moments make legacies. Yes.
0: That's crazy when you really think about it. Like, you look at, what's the girl from a... Abbott Elementary. Uh, oh, Kenta Brunson. K- Kenta Brunson. Yeah. She went viral, what, seven, eight he years ago? Mo- girl, he
2: got he money. He got money, girl. Like. <laughs> and then she got a job at BuzzFeed. Then she did the Black Lady Sketch Show. And now she has one of the top-rated shows on ABC. You know, she
3: went to school with Chelsea.
2: Oh, yeah? That's amazing. Oh, wow.
4: Just, just, just an
2: intern for me. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah so we have we have a Kenta B. favor in the mix somehow. Yeah, we, <laughs> man, we made it <laughs> so happen.
1: So to your original point about people not wanting to work, the upside of that, they want to work for themselves. Right.
2: right. But let's, had a, let's have the, the, it's a two-pronged conversation. Let's have the conversation about what about the people that just no more pool, no more PPP, and they just ain't working, and they right. ain't doing nothing, and they out here destroying the community. Right. What about them?
1: Well, um...
2: What do we do to fix that part of it?
1: I don't know. I think we have to incentivize younger people to not be those people.
4: Yeah. And I, I'm,
1: t- I'm telling you, the, the thing that I want to teach drug boys is listen you come with a set of business skills you know what accounts payables are accounts receivables you know what marketing is sell something that don't get you killed yeah they got a longer shelf life on
2: top of it. Yep. Like the the at like 50 Cent made a made a proclamation years ago. He said, Yo, he said the average corner boy, you're gonna make XYZ amount of money, you're gonna pay out this, you're gonna have to get a lawyer by the time you get a car, do this, that, and that and that, and that, you made minimum wage. You could have worked at McDonald's and nobody looking for you.
1: I like your business idea. I used to do that in another life, I used to finance businesses. I like going to yard sales, buy that unique table, this, that, the other, put it on
2: uh, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon seller account is free. What? It's free.
1: And, and so <laughs> you get a global
2: marketplace for Miami. free. Like I sell one of my business lines is I sell stuff on StockX and goat and all of that as a secondary retailer. Like I buy shoes, I buy Those sneakers, merch, all type I of stuff listen
1: like that. And so when I found out about the secondary market of sneakers, yeah. I was like, what
2: the hell? It's outperformed the stock market yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. That's the
0: crazy. And that, that, that's more so what I, I was, I was saying where, the 30, 40 and under, right? Millennials down to Gen Y, mm-hmm. Gen Z. They figured out, like, yo, I can really... Like, now you got NFTs. Like, I could take a selfie with you right now and get that off as an NFT. Yeah, you, if you, you become president. Yeah,
2: you mint it, put it on a blockchain, now it's an NFT.
0: Like, how you, like, showing your photos? Those are NFTs, I mean. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, seriously, that's real. Like, you... You got young Milton Street at a protest, first that's, year. That's how it sounds wild, but Ram. that's really what they're doing. You got people out there that are mining. Like the whole uh, Bitcoin thing, mm-hmm. they just made something up. Like, yeah, we're just going to create a new currency. And the value right. might skyrocket, might go down, might go up. It-
2: Nobody knows who the founder is. It. It's all hidden under the blockchain. It's all under the blockchain. We can't point to, like, that's the founder of Bitcoin. Okay. They have ideas, there's theories. They don't know who the founder of Bitcoin is.
0: I was in a gas station the other <laughs> day. The Bitcoin machine was working. The ATM was down. This was just crazy. What? <laughs> like, this is just where we at. Like, I
1: like,
3: get glossy-eyed know, I when y'all talk about Bitcoins.
1: Nostalgia. It's the last time you saw somebody riding a subway. I you know, still no, read no, the paper.
0: Aside, there's a guy I work with. Shout out Lawrence. I hope he hears this. But he still gets the paper every day. And I joke to him and be like, you're single-handedly keeping it inquiry.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hold on. I still get the Inquirer, the crazy. hardcore paper, because you don't get all the
2: stories online. Oh, that's, a, that's a Tribune. I haven't seen a Tribune since I was in Hamilton. I'm, I'm about to in. take you back. Do you remember the, the Daily News PM? The <laughs> I had AM and PM right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we used to get that show Yeah. The Daily News PM. Yeah, real talk. But mm-hmm. I just feel like at the end, at the grand at the end of it, in a grand scheme, people have now realized, like, yo, I don't have to like go to somewhere I hate. Yeah. And that's the bigger thing. Like, you see how I ask you what you do and you give me this description and you you can talk so fluidly about it. And I ask you and you like, I love it. This is my passion and for the people. And you got people out here that like you ever watch uh, uh bowling for columbine the michael moore documentary Mm -hmm. and they broke down about the school shootings and how it Mm -hmm. led to this or was it was it bowling for columbine was it the one about the water? it was one of them where he broke michigan he has bowling for no he's bowling for columbine for sure but he was basically breaking down how the the young girl had got killed at school the boy shot her it was the youngest student ever killed by a school shooting or whatever but his mother was riding a bus three hours to go work at a mall in oh, wow. uh, Michigan at the, at the, I mean at the uh, mall of America outside of Michigan. Yeah. And he was basically breaking down how, you know, people are out here doing these jobs where they're underpaid. Think about having to travel three hours to go to work. Yeah. Your son, the, the her son was living with her brother. The brother was selling drugs and doing whatever, whatever he got his hands on a gun, took it to school. He told the girl he had liked her. And she, you know, little kids, they five and six like years old. Hell,
2: you smell like cheese.
0: you smell, you stink. He went and got the gun and shot her. And huh. not realizing, like, you know, he's affected by where he's at and what he's seeing. Is He not realizing, of course, you know, they can't even charge you when you're that young. You know yeah. what I mean? But Michael Moore broke down the bigger issue of, People going to do this work where it's like you the, even the guy on the bus was saying and he was like, How how far do you travel daily? He was like, Oh, two and a half hours up, two and a half hours back. And he's like, How much do you make working at the mall? He's like, Well, I I can make $8 an hour at the mall as opposed to $5 an hour down here. And he's like, So is it enough for you to live on? No, but it's better than the five dollars down. And right. it's just like, yeah, you got right. that's done. Like, I don't have to go to work and be miserable and be underpaid yeah, and
2: no. be, you just you, don't. I mean, you have the internet now you know and I'm saying, and it's like people, not even smart people, just enterprising people, period. Um, They understand that it's like, if I have a product that people want and I got, and I can curate a following organically or paid for, yeah. I can, I can reach people and I can pull myself about my circumstances. People that realize stop trading, your 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week for however much money and trade your time for amount of transactions. It's right. the great
3: resignation. Right. I mean, and seeing what COVID 19, what position it was putting people in to start making these decisions mm-hmm. because, as I'm sure you noticed, work didn't stop. No. It just got more efficient. And you were not just working from seven to five, because, you know, seven to eight, you're traveling, Uh then you're coming home, then you're working in between. But now you're just sitting at home and you're working through all that expectation of businesses went up and you see, you know, significant number of individuals resigning. There was a stat by um, the National Women's Law Project and literally two to three million women left the workforce because of the added burdens that COVID-19 brought on. And, and not many in have, your life. Exactly. And not many people came back to the workforce and right. pivoted to something else. Yeah. I know from where
0: I work and I, I watched it just how downtown was closed. The, oh, the right. building was closed. They wouldn't come to work, but uh-huh. us on the bus going up and down the street, no protection at times, no nothing. At, it was, it was nonsense. And a lot of people just was like, you know what? I holler at y'all. So in the
1: hearings we had at city council, they would say that there were a group of at risk homeless people that was taken over, oh yeah, and was, what was that like? I'm interviewing him now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you two different like situations with it where I know I know of a place that it was really, really bad. I don't know if you're familiar, but the airport parking lot was awful, yeah, like it was it, to the point you couldn't even go in that zone. Wow. like they were literally telling employees like. Don't go in there. I'm not really? talking about the employee lot. I'm talking about the short-term parking. Like the, the economy lot? Or the, no. The, the one that's six, seven floors. Oh, okay. Because like, it was so much like just homelessness and they were breaking in the cars and oh, mugging wow. people when they got of the car. It was, it was nonsense. Sanity. But for me with the bus, it was like... You didn't realize how bad... Because again, I was on the 9 and the 27. You understand what I'm saying? I'm out of Roxborough and then they stopped the 9 to where it was only the 27 running. So... You go into a mall that's not open, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You you you're not really dealing with it until you come off the expressway and you hit Broad Street. And when you hit Broad Street, it was like Jamunji. Yeah, you know, like it was just people
4: yeah. all over
0: the place, everywhere. People coming on the bus. You can't get a off dragon thing. It, it was it was Ninth Street was pretty bad too. It was it, oh, it was wow. nonsense. It, it was it was wild. Huh. So it's like you know the 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 COVID guy. I said the guy the other day. We're gonna, they're gonna do mad documentaries on on all of this because it's the effects of it. We're not even the craziest part is he was saying how we haven't even gotten all the effects yet.
2: No, of what CNN already has one documentary out already. (laughs) Like, like we're like,
0: the craziest part is, like, in, in theory, COVID really ain't even like done no 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 no. we have just decided as a nation that we've moved on done
2: with it yeah Yeah. (laughs) we
0: we cool on it yeah COVID exists but we ain't talking we done with it yeah it's like house parties
2: (laughs) the first one was cool once the supreme court tells the cdc kick rocks it's over (laughs) like it's no more public health i went i went to the the first game for the playoffs uh
0: last two saturdays ago right so we going in me and Ra, they're making this big announcement because game two was monday night they're making this big announcement Game two, Monday night at 7.30, you have to have a mask. mask for back. The mandate starts Monday. You got to have a mask. So I'm like, okay, you know, like, I, and now we weren't going to game two. We were going to game one. We went to game one. Nobody had a mask on. I told you the doctor turned around to me in the line. Like he was going to, He's like, I'm a doctor, and I'm going to just go ahead and say it. We're about to put 20,000 people in here, all right? Making them wear a mask on Monday does absolutely
4: but whatever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right.
0: So we we go in, we enjoy game one. Now game two, you know they say because the mask mandate started back Monday. I'm just so oblivious to what's going on and I really think about it. Me and Kev wound up getting some tickets for game five. Now game two, you had to wear a mask. So game three, you know was in Toronto. Game four was in Toronto. Game five back in Philly. We come as we get out the truck. I'm like, oh damn, I'm I need no a mask. mask. He was like, you don't need it. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, the mask mandate is over. I'm
2: like, it just started
0: <laughs> on no, Monday.
2: 18th to
1: the 22nd. <laughs> it was four days for the event. I was like, "Yeah, that's crazy." There was catching so much heat. He said, "Listen, make up your mind. You want to ask, you don't want to ask. Yeah. I'm yeah. done with it. Yeah, people don't want it. Yeah,
3: them elections coming
0: up. So, yeah, people don't
1: want
0: it. I want to talk about something more fun. Okay. All right, the Overbrook Night Market. Nice. Let's talk about that because okay. apparently we got a budget
2: big one you know
4: <laughs> we, don't we missed the day. budget we, we, we,
2: we, we played we blew the budget another one <laughs> <laughs> I know for next time yeah. uh, Thursday May 12th we got the Overbrook Night Market 192nd uh, Congressional District Legislative uh, Legislative District I'm Happy sorry Happy birthday
3: Big Dan we are gonna give you a shout out Legislative
2: District um, that's the unofficial start to the TRP tours. It's a. Uh, it's it's Can we it's, get a, some claps? Yeah, it's it's uh it's, it's a free event, y'all. my well, stress, free. Just show <laughs> up and pay for your food. <laughs> right. Everything right. ain't free, but to get in is free. Right, right. We're gonna right. be between 61st and 63rd on Lancaster, right there past Brook. Um and uh, it's going to be a very, very dope event. Um, right. It's from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. We're going to have vendors, food trucks and all that from all over the city, different tastes of everything, and we're performing.
3: Absolutely. I mean, you all are the featured act this yes. year. You
2: get a food voucher. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can get a food voucher. You can get a beer garden voucher. Y'all going to be in with the beer garden, so it's oh, going nice. to be super cool. Yeah. I don't drink beer. <laughs> all right. Um, what do you drink, Matt? Uh,
2: what do I drink? Coke Zero?
3: Okay, we will make red, sure we have...
2: Pool. A Coke Zero budget for Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will
3: make sure we have the cookout cooler in the back so you can grab that. Okay, let's go. Let's um, up. But yeah, so it's going to be a super dope event. Uh, the first time we did it was in 2019. I want to say that was pre-COVID.
0: Oh yeah, because COVID stopped.
3: Oh, that's Oh, yeah. yeah. But now we had a phenomenal turnout. We had close to about 40 to 45 food trucks. We had close to like 17,000 people come out that year. Wow. We had a lot of great sponsors. And Definitely under, undershot ourselves <laughs>
4: It's, I all 20, right. like this. it's all right it's all right
3: the goal is to the goal is to you know really bring those type of activities into. I'm, I'm not gonna
0: lie i i've gone to a couple food truck right. food markets and i thoroughly enjoy them it, dude, like it was, you remember the ones you used to do on ridge avenue they were they were super
3: yeah they just had one this past sunday and um i went out there trying to track down some of the food trucks that are going to be at our yeah. event um so you'll see that on my social media account okay you know, going to different ones. But I mean, we have 30 vendors this year, 30 food trucks, Um, 37% are black owned, 30% are women owned. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to be intentional about that. But I mean, it kind of goes back to the conversation about having a bold vision as a mayor, having a bold vision as an elected, we want the experiences that you can experience in a Manioc or a center city and you know, our backyard. And that's, you know, essentially what it represents.
1: Yeah. It's transformative. Absolutely. You go out there, it's not like you're walking on Lancaster Avenue. You, you know, it, it's like food, smells, sounds, right. entertainment. You guys, it, it's going to be a really nice, safe yeah. environment. Yeah.
4: We're gonna lock it down. Yeah, yeah. And gotta
3: gotta the, the you board know board one of the goal. <laughs> I was gonna are- say,
2: do I need to bring my security? Yeah. No. So we do
3: have. Uh, we're required to hire the local police district, right. and we also have our own private security okay. as well. So you all will actually have your own private security.
2: Okay, cool. All those Fans, <laughs> celebrity in. status. Yeah. Right, right, right.
4: <laughs> security. <laughs> right, right.
3: I mean, yeah. the goal of the exercise is one to, of course, have a good time that night and to bring people back out, but to you know. Shine a light on Overbrook and Overbrook Farms Absolutely. and Lancaster Avenue, and you know, try to rebuild it as a commercial corridor that you know is vibrant. So, this will be something that we'll be hosting annually, nice. and it should be a good time.
0: Yeah, that and now, see, clap that up, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that type of stuff where it's like, you know,
2: bold vision,
3: yeah, like
0: bringing the community out where it's like, you know, you don't, you don't. This is something you like how I just said, I, I know about the ones in Roxborough, they did right. all the time, you know, oh, yeah, they just, just <laughs> you know, like but our communities don't necessarily see these types yeah. of so and like you said being intentional about it being you know 37% black with the food truck 37% of them are women who own like that. that's dope you know right. I and mean, everybody has a story when it comes to food we learn that from Omar Tate some of the greatest answers you ever heard in your life right. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's like yeah it's like that's when he told me i'm like yeah sure that's not even that's a no brainer you know what i mean like it's just yeah you want to be a part of something like that you want to do things like like that so that that's cool now uh, we not
2: allowed to curse. I would prefer you not to. I was told to prepare a family-friendly show that encompasses food, uh, food culture, uh, community, and talk about West Philadelphia, some of the people that's there, stuff like that. So we got it together. Don't worry. Okay. Well, you write. You writing the notes. I don't to curse. We'll do a clean show. Yeah, I can do a clean, clean show. show.
1: <laughs>
3: to the curse <laughs> 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 no nah, I mean I, I'm sure you all can so at first I was asking the question Brad did he like should we come up with topics I was like no I really I mean I like your flow I like yeah. your vibe I love what you yeah, all I mean, talk c- about
0: cursing is, is it's one of them things where like you, you know, you a little you, parsley you, yeah, you know but you don't wanna get up at the Look at this nigga. Like, you, you don't wanna be that boy. like yeah, like I don't wanna do that all night. Yeah. Like I yeah. you know, and just cause you know it's gonna be kids or elders, right. you know, all like that you wanna put together something. The the problem with it is we we not really put togetherers. Like yeah. we, we kinda just flow. So I'm right. you you write something down for me, you know what <laughs> i like Passing some three yeah. by five cards. <laughs> she got notes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, make no, sure I'm not it,
3: forgetting anything.
0: No, that that, that it should be very dope, you know what I'm saying, to see everybody there. Hopefully everybody come out. You yeah, know, yeah, I would everybody.
3: list our sponsors, but they do not support the show.
2: No. So no. I will hold on to that. <laughs> no, once once they start supporting the show. <laughs> let's, can we we could mention a sponsor that got us paid. We could mention that sponsor. Oh yeah,
3: uh Aetna. Aetna. Okay. okay. Aetna. Shout out to Aetna. Shout out to Aetna.
2: Yeah, what shout is out to, uh, clap Aetna is Aetna. A-E-T-N-A. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that
0: Yeah, they like uh the insurance company. Insurance, yeah. There you go.
3: Now I'll uh, let you know what other sponsors gonna Deal with the balance. But do
0: the back end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can give them a shout out. That's yeah, cool yeah. as all hell. The um, with the uh, let me ask you this, because we we I got a lot of flack for this. Do y'all like the Berea tacos?
3: I've actually never had them.
0: Oh no, no, I've never like,
3: had
4: I like okra. <laughs> 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 Old oh,
0: black man, okra. I eat okra and jitlin. He's <laughs> <laughs> a
4: Muslim. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 wait. I
1: do, I do love the salmon oh. cheese. Stew. Okay. Yeah, not a big. Was,
2: I'm not a big fan of the
1: oh salmon man, cheese Oh, man, those steak. things are
2: great. Oh, they are.
1: So good. I ain't going to hold you, Your
0: salmon I'm is like, like my salmon, like, salmon in, like, one piece. I, like, I ain't going to hold some good. rice. I'm not a crazy salmon person.
2: No, I'm like a bear. I eat salmon all the right, time. Right, right, right. I like steak.
0: So it's like, the salmon, I'm taking that. But <laughs> like that, like that's, old, that's, you know? that's good. You know, that's very <laughs> good. But the, I'm not, like, a craze, like... How you like a salmon cheese steak? Like...
3: Yeah, that good. I like, cheese I've cheese actually
0: cheese. had a a, a, um, a ribeye cheesesteak. Oh, that's wow. Real. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, prime rib cheesesteak, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's real good. Is that but down like, at that I, fancy place? I, I like place? steak, though. I like beef. So it's like, you know, I'm not a real big chicken person either. Yeah,
3: I had my first uh, salmon cheesesteak actually at the night market in 2019. Nice. It was a place off of 52nd and Market. Black woman. Super good.
0: Yeah, I've true story. My first night market in a rib- on Ridge Avenue was where I discovered street corn. Yeah. <laughs> I never had it before. Yeah. And I was like, I, I saw people walking around eating corn like with, <laughs> with like
3: cheese and paprika. And I was like, yo what? So
1: one of the people that want
3: to go into that. It's uh, going to be at the night market.
1: Come on. And, and she's going to be at the night nice. market. Nice. It's
3: going you gotta she do, a, you do a. Got to do a video.
0: Yeah, I, it was my first time having. It. I like. I literally got the street corn. Was like, oh, because I love corn. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, is, this is amazing. This is right. And I went back up. And she was like, oh, you well, you doing that? I'm like, yeah, you know. And I ate that, and I was like, I'm gonna go back right over there. <laughs> and she saw me. I'm like, yeah, it's me again. <laughs> I need. Running through the joke. But that's where I discovered that. So night markets is cool.
4: You know. Night yeah, the market is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Different, different I'm types. glad that it's
2: coming to West Philly. Oh, absolutely,
3: absolutely. And I do have to shout out my. Uh, my counterpart that's partnering with me, Overbrook West neighbors, Brad Diddy sits on the board. He sent me a text reminder. Um, but yes. So, I mean, it should be a good night. he you Yes, he did. Your work is straight every 10
4: minutes. Let know I'm on the board. I just
3: ain't doing nothing to you. But no, it's going to be an exciting time. I think that's the great thing about uh, these type of events—you get to taste food from different right. locations. But I think again, the important thing is to get people to come back to Lancaster to spend money at the local stores, but then also to find out where the food trucks
2: are across exactly. the city and exactly. then start
3: patronizing them there.
2: Yeah, that's definitely. A, yeah. Uh, you got anything else you want to throw? I mean, we here. I mean, I don't have anything in particular.
0: But uh, I, who y'all got in the finals? <laughs> you know <what> I'm
3: saying? <laughs> Can I say, Philadelphia fans, y'all really break my heart. Like, y'all just was writing out the Sixers. Like, I mean, we be betting. (laughs) I literally like looked up when I, I didn't, I was wondering, did they win or not? And I found out that they won. I was like, Oh, it was like four games to like two y'all had them. Like they was three but to the four. Thing is about they the... were
0: up three nothing. And then they lost two in a row and then beat her to stum. So, and doc rivers is the coach. It, yeah, he's so, a very, very, very
2: bad coach. When, when Jimmy P- he,
3: is, I thought y'all you, liked him when he came. When you lose two I mean, We like Larelle.
2: the idea of it, but in reality, Doc don't coach. Doc's idea of coaching is like, man, get,
1: man stick him. He got off. And Jimmy Butler is a real dude that you would see in North Philly playground. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, For sure. He, he's yeah. not a punk. He For will sure. take
1: your heart. And take your lunch. The, the you dope thing
2: do. about Jimmy Butler is everything every time I think he finished, he come back and dropped like 47 or something like that. He'd be like, oh, you can still play? Yeah,
0: it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a good tough series. I'm liking yeah. a lot of unders. The, it's, it's gonna be a
2: good tough. It's series. gonna be like a 90
3: basketball. Is where I
1: do not but, have but if any? We get <laughs> past them, I think
0: we can win it. I ain't gonna hold you. Ross said when we we were discussing like, you know, futures bets. And Rob was like, I ain't gonna hold you. I think the Sixers can make it at least to the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. because of the road that they have. They don't have to play a powerhouse until the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. So you don't have to deal with the stretching of the Bucs. You don't have to deal with the defense of the Celtics. So it's like the Heat have good defense, but
2: offensively they just can't match. Yeah, I love the Celtics team. The, the like the Celtics I've fallen in love life. with them. They all at. They're man. all that. And their, their two-star players is playing like stars right now. You know now. what I
1: loved and I hate that I love it? Ben Simmons didn't even get to play. Yeah. <laughs> that punk couldn't have played in West Philly courts, North Philly courts, South Philly courts. He'd have got chased off. I we, feel we, like we, it we, shines a light on mental health.
2: We we defended Ben Simmons, and I want to go on the record. We we defended Ben Simmons on the show a lot, and I want to go on the record and saying I can't. I, he's indefensible. He is ridiculous. That he is not injured, he just is refusing to play basketball. They call it work circumvention in the court. i ain't going to hold
0: you as somebody He's
2: circumventing work as somebody who gets out of work a lot. Like, right. I
3: mean, are you at work right, right now? Are you are you working now? No, no. no, oh, no. So okay. I'm telling you,
4: this
0: As it's <laughs> so, when when I saw that he said he has a mental block that can trigger his back, I'm like. <laughs> genius. That's going in Arsenal. That's
4: <laughs> <As, as> genius. <laughs> genius. Ben is ridiculous because what
0: it is is like she said. You can't play with mental health now. No, the second I say it, you
2: can't. You, you, you. Every all the protocols, all That's the antennas go up. It's That's a wreck, It's lawsuit. out the window. Yeah.
1: So I, I think I have, I have ha- one other question. Y'all from Philly? Yes. Mm-hmm. Will Smith, oh, man. smack or not too smack? That is the question. Mental health.
2: No. Our take on the conversation was this. I think there's so many factors at play that Will has been the, a good guy and a proverbial punching bag in certain situations for so long he snapped. I don't think that he came to that award show like if Chris Brock say something, I'm going to smack Chris Rock. I think he got there and was like, you going to let this nigga talk to me like that? And he smacked Chris I Rock. I don't
0: even think it was that. I don't even think it was Jada. If, I know, to your point. All right, we're going to use what you just said. Mental health. When you mentally, you you, you can go off the, the rail for anything. Right. Somebody can say something to you when you getting off the train. Somebody can, yeah. your, your, your baby mom can text you, your, your young John can text you, like <laughs> anything. And it's like you Will got in there, his, his he probably had a big bet on on Baylor. <laughs> Baylor lost his young John texting. Well, I see you there with your with your chick, don't text me tonight. <laughs> then she got this bald head and then Chris Rock's You like that I'm I'm slapping. So, uh, you you really just don't yeah. know. Like it just you know, but they're gonna milk it, and you see, Jada was like, "Yo, the, the table coming back, and you know we <laughs>
2: healing." But the table is the, coming. This you is how ridiculous the whole situation is. The Oscars told Will, "You can't attend for 10 years, but you can still be nominated and win." That's not a punishment. No, oh, I don't right. gotta come here and do the dog and pony show with y'all, but I can still win right. and be honored for my accomplishments. This is not punishment. That's Thank you. I'd
4: come anyway. Right, I right. rather
2: <laughs> I rather simulcast anyway, like. It's like the difference between you got to go to the office or work from home. Right. It's like that sort of thing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I, I just
0: was will drawling. Yes, 100%. Yeah. You shouldn't have did it. You shouldn't have did do it. Do I understand it? Yes, 100%. Because like I said on the Patreon, it really don't matter. Every black man is a split second away from losing nation. shit. It don't matter if you are the poorest black man or if you Mansa Musa. If, you, if Somebody say something you don't like. You could lose it at any time. Yeah. I've seen, literally, I was telling a story. One of my uh, coworkers called in. He was like <laughs> he was like, "Yo, y'all got y- 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 somebody? They got knives on each other." <laughs> she was like, "Who?" He was like, "People on the bus. Two dudes. They just pulled out knives." He's like, "Oh man, we are gonna send rescue and this that, and the that. third. She called me back like. Are you okay, Brady? He was like, oh, yeah, they got off.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was just like,
0: yeah. One of them was just like, man, I see you. You ain't even worth it. You ain't even worth it.
2: You a job turkey. I'm out of here.
0: And we on not got day day But you know what's going to happen? <laughs> well, he go on laundry laundromat and somebody that took his clothes out of the drive. to Wow. What <laughs> no, I'm that, like that's just life. It's like people are walking around on edge about a bunch of stuff. Yes, they are. Like you just said, COVID and money <laughs> and not working and people dying. Think about Carl Anthony Towns. He lost his whole family to COVID, year. yeah. He lost six members of his family to COVID. Wow. His mom, his his grandfather, his sister. So he on edge just on the strength. You know, any anything could get said to him and he's, you know, reacting crazy. You just don't know. So it's like well, you know, we yeah. could speculate all day, but don't nobody know what Will was really thinking in that Will moment. Will should have
1: just waited, followed Rant. him to the bathroom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. put the paws <laughs> on him. That was a whole black man. <laughs> <homies>. <laughs> I No <know, laughs> man. You
1: can't do that. <laughs> that or, or I'd have walked up on the stage and I'd have whispered to him, <laughs> keep my mouth open and melt your fucking mouth Whisper to him, I'm gonna kill you when you get off yeah. the stage. I think everybody
3: needs to check with a
1: therapist. <laughs> <laughs> they need to stop. No, my, my the my red table. Talks. No, I'm with you. My
2: advice to everyone is yeah, get a yeah, therapist.
0: Yeah. No, we and and to wrap. We we talk, we joke and play around. All that. that's all what right. we do. But the mm-hmm. the therapy side of of life, like all being right. able to get those thoughts out, those feelings out. It's super important.
3: Oh, absolutely. It's super
0: duper. Like, we don't realize, like, I'll be honest with you, like, just being frank, when my mother passed away, we didn't do therapy. Right. And I saw the effects of it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the way relationships kind of broke and we kind of weren't as close as we were. And, you know, even the way things are now in certain instances, it's like we should have done therapy immediately after that. Yeah, when my father
3: passed away, I did therapy immediately.
0: And, and, you know, a lot of things you just, you know, it's it's tough processing thoughts. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially
2: when you have a traumatic situation. Right. And it's also not fair to use your friends and family like a therapist right. and not get actual therapy that too.
3: Cause it's like, you don't know what they are dealing with. Exactly. Then. And then you start yeah.
2: the transference of that negative energy and right. your thoughts and all of that to them. And you don't start the healing right. process. Right. right. Exactly. Right. So yeah,
0: definitely go talk to somebody. Right. Even
2: if you cool, get a therapist.
0: Yeah, I've realized <laughs> that. Like as 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 you make more money and it, and achieve more things and experience more things, it's like it gets to the point where like the therapy don't be like a kick it. Yeah, like we ain't even dealing with no trauma right. no more. Like now I'm I, I want to talk about business thoughts and aspirations, aspirations, and, aspirations and, yeah. and am right. I tripping for wanting this Lamborghini? You know all these different things, and it's like that's cool to be able to have somebody right. who's a professional that you can go bounce those things off, and like somebody in front of the stop and go. Yeah, elephant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's
3: one of the things I really appreciate about our generation and those that are coming behind us, because they're they're taking that very seriously. Like that is a priority. Ain't it crazy how like mm-hmm. No. Man, I was
0: about to say, like mental health was it imagine the mental that like people were dealing with like especially back in the day like coming out of the wars yeah. and you know the the, the
3: assassinations the, all
0: and of that stuff yeah. the civil rights the, the sit-ins like you said he he showed me the picture of his first march where they told him yo you you in high school go home so you don't get arrested you know like that's trauma to have to deal with those type yeah. things right. and, the, right. and you know and you know the older people they didn't really you know you know it was like always kinda like the brute thing for men where it's like yeah I never seen my dad
1: cry. Right. And it's just right. like yeah that ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Totally choke mom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you right. work it out a different way. You should have been in front of a therapist. Damn. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, real True indeed. That's true. The
3: therapists have
2: therapists. So. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So when we open the container village, can I get the Morgan Cephas price? Come on now. Do a live cast there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, went to
2: we need a little kicker on it, a little, yeah. little something, a little, little teriyaki sauce teriyaki on it. But you wouldn't sauce. make it work. You don't you know? need Morgan to alter the notes. <laughs> not <laughs> base.
0: You know what I'm saying? But
2: we'd yeah. be there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because this is—I was—I couldn't—I was fixated on it. I couldn't take my eyes off. I'm like, yo, where is this going to be at? Like, at this. This yeah, it's—it's yeah, it's, it's brilliant. That's beautiful, well, man. Just I just love it. i having a hard time Come on.
1: What buying them? Yeah. There's a whole surplus of them down by the. They can't get rid of right. So they they go for about two grand. For a whole thing?
2: No, no, five. each one. Each one. Oh.
1: <laughs> you want to go get
4: one of them tonight? Yeah. <laughs> I was like,
2: what? Like, who? we got to call uh, Banks with the, with the
3: truck.
1: Yeah, with the <laughs> truck, <laughs> J.C. Yeah. with well, the Banks. But then you got <laughs> to renovate it room. to make it a store. Yeah, you got you to
2: you you put some work in.
3: And that goes back to what's some of the best things about this job because you can be transformative in that way. Yeah,
2: that's amazing, yo. All right.
1: Make There's some, been so
2: much talk, um, like, in uh, rural Atlanta mm. about container communities because the city is so priced out. Uh, now people that were doing real estate development are doing container communities in, like, the
1: sticks and all of that they stuff. Stack them, put a set of stairs up. They mm-hmm. actually have
3: a show on HGTV that retrofits yep. container homes. Y'all see the triple
2: stack with a, with a swimming pool. With a third one. That's what?
3: What? <laughs> they had a deck. Now, what is, what is, what, what is
0: it's a container? A shipping container. So it's a shipping container. Your bike. Renovate it to be whatever you want. Over. Oh, oh over. now I'm yeah. All right, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, what did yeah. you think it was? I, I was lost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you just
4: ride, ride, ride,
0: ride. going along oh, you with you don't <laughs> say. Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. I, I, I was just going along with. <laughs> Now I see
1: it. All right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's amazing. No, we'll be there. Whenever that is, we'll
1: be there. Appreciate
2: you. Even we got to fly back from Miami to do it. Yeah. yeah. Make sure
1: we get this one. They're going to sign. See, graffiti is cool in here. That's cool. They're going to sign the four. As well, remember, you're going to be the first one that, that's a virgin wall.
2: Okay. You got to make sure you get this on camera, Dan. Gotta I'm gonna, on I'm, camera. I got to be the first yeah. one. I'm hating.
0: Bro, you oh, do your thing.
1: Is, so whatever you, whatever your, tag, an is, yeah. whatever your tag
4: is, yeah. <laughs> <a stripper> <laughs> how
0: did I know he was going to put it right in the middle? Because that's what I was going to do. I was going to write right in the middle of the four. Oh. Right,
4: how do you take?
3: First of all, how are you taking my live podcast CRP idea?
1: Oh, because sometimes you originate good stuff, and you we share.
3: We do share. We share, we share, now. share
1: Share and share, share like
3: Oh, it was. That's oh, all you turn got, word. man.
1: <laughs> Your turn, rap. Okay. <laughs> you too. Come on behind the
3: camera. Come on now, Brian.
1: You don't
4: get it.
1: So what they're doing now is doing graffiti up on my wall. Her
4: <laughs> Look at that note.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a central signature.
4: Daniel. Oh, you ain't know about
0: See, Dan was one of the B boys back in the day. You can you can tell.
2: He did graffiti.
4: Dan
2: took the school though. Chelsea's, Chelsea got a son too. Don't she? You- oh
3: Chelsea.
1: D2 console. No, she ain't nobody. Yeah. Hey. She is my
4: <laughs> hey, listen, my fault. Go ahead. Go ahead, Diddy, you can.
1: <laughs> Bro,
2: I'm like, no, I got a nice penmanship. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, we show you
2: got the best penmanship in Overbrook West hey, neighbors. <laughs> 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 I'm really back, back in early Twitter
0: days, C Diddy and Rod Diddy was
3: related. Right, right. Yeah. cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Rod Diddy two one five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this was great man we love y'all we appreciate y'all so much um you know this is we want to keep continue to do these shows uh these community catch-ups uh y'all are some of our biggest supporters and we're some of y'all biggest supporters also we appreciate the fact that y'all always have us in mind when y'all are doing stuff and including us in it uh it you know legitimizes all of the hard work and the stuff that we putting in and exactly what it is that we're doing, man. And, uh, You know, it's also people like uh, Catherine Gilmore Richardson, other people in the political uh sphere that mess with our show.
3: We literally were at an important dinner at the councilman's house, and she got up and said, "We got to go to
2: TRPE." Left the
1: dinner, left the food, (laughs) right?
2: It's a big deal. Yeah, we appreciate that. It was Uh, anything y'all want to shout out before we get out of here. It's still signing. Yeah. <laughs> show, by the way. He's he putting the anagram like, yeah. up. Yeah. This is hieroglyphics. And yeah. then when you decode it, yeah. when you read it backwards and forward, it say if, the if same thing. If you say. hold your phone up, it'll bring up a pop-up. Yeah.
1: I just, I just want to say thank you. And Frank. I want to say thank you for, when I was coming up, it was Georgie Woods, the picture I showed you, mm-hmm. talk show. There was Mary Mason, who kind of, you translate well. Meaning, Public policy sounds good. Right. It's translated to a group we would never get to talk to.
0: Right. Yeah. Thanks. No, that's real. And we they appreciate. love it when y'all come right. on. Yeah. Right. Love it. Yeah.
1: We have
2: a very uh specific uh type of listener right. base. Right. Like we have like, I tell people like after we did our live show in December, I was telling everybody like this is the audience that everybody's chasing. Like the, pe- the the people that, like those quality people that people want coming to their venues and all of that and patronizing, like we have that um, right. audience and uh, we, we absolutely love uh, all of the people that listen to the show, man. They're yeah. I
3: mean, people. I think you all, you know, really curate conversations that, you know, have an impact to the culture here in Philly. So, yeah. I mean, just having that platform infusing, you know, just multiple conversations, yes. Yes. politics, entertainment, Literally, when anybody asks me, like, what do they talk about? I'm like, they literally talk about everything. And you can really relate to, you know, the show. So, I mean, I thank you for, you know, just kind of creating that space. And I re- we were around during the days when you stopped.
4: yeah. And I was like,
3: Chad, <laughs> you got to figure this out.
4: We yeah, <laughs> figured it out.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was
0: having a conversation. Let me do this now. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. And... It was me and Rob. We went to eat. We went to have dinner. We just was talking about life. He lost a close friend this week, right? And we were just having a conversation about, like, we were more so talking about, like, purpose, right? And then, you know, we, we kind of transitioned into when something's meant to be, it's just kind of meant to be. Right. And we started this podcast, and we got to a point maybe, like, three years in where it was like, all right, We're putting money into this. And I don't think people really understand that part of it. Like, to make something successful, you're going to have to invest. You're going to have to invest sweat. You're going to have to invest money. Yeah, you're going to have to invest time. And we got to a point where we had invested. I want to say we were probably about 15 15 to 17 grand in. uh, Just with studio time, stuff, you know, advertising, marketing, marketing, all these different things. And we were both kind of, like, frustrated. We were both kind of, like, burnt out. And that's kind of where the 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 break came from, where I just was like, "Yo, you know, I'm just I holla at you." Okay. You know what I'm saying? And through it all, we still talked yeah. daily because we talked daily. And at that moment, I knew I was 100 like out to the point where you recorded with other people yeah.
2: and dope shows, Pastor Carl,
0: the girl, like everything. Yeah. And 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 he literally came to my crib and was just like, "I can't do this without. It has to be me and you." And we sat and strategized and just thought of different ways and different things we could try and different things we could do. So for us to get to this point now where we're selling merch, selling live shows, having this Patreon, doing all these different things, going here, going here, we're doing shows in different parts of the country. You know what I'm saying? Coming up the world. Like we're going to be at FIBA in Qatar in November. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't, we don't do that enough. Where it's like you could have easily just been like, "Yo, I'm going to Miami now. I'm gonna do this show I'm with Javi. I'm gonna figure it out." But you came and was like, "No, it got to be me and you. Me yeah. and you is the, the magic." Right? Yeah. And you know, it, it's it's dope to get to where we're at, to where people reach out, and I got people that's like, "Yo, y'all get me through the day. Y'all yeah. help my work week." Yo, I heard, I told you, I had somebody come up on me was like, "Yo, I just got like the biggest credit card I ever got just for me listening to y'all Patreon and just doing the things y'all was saying do on there and. You don't realize that you're, like, affecting people. I guess that's what your whole point. You don't realize it until you hear it or see it. And yeah. you just like, oh, damn. Because now it's to the point where when we don't drop, people are sick. Yeah, where's the show at? People are frustrated.
3: Yeah. We
1: know this.
0: <laughs> no, that's real. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out. Like, that's just, that's Thank just real. Thank
1: you. You're i mean, more funnier than the dudes in my barbershop. <laughs> like,
0: and that's another thing we talked about was relatability. Right. Where yeah. it's like, not everybody has that. Somebody might have book smarts out the wazoo, but are you relatable? And that goes to you, like you being a counselor, hmm. you're relatable yeah. just because you grew up in the area, you know the area, From you, the neighborhood, you are the area, you are Philly, you know what i mean? So there's somebody like where you look at like a, a, a Kenny, he's not necessarily relatable to everybody. And that has nothing to do with being black or white. Right. It's just who you are as a person there are white people that are relatable you know what i mean jerry seinfeld is one of the most relatable shows ever but that's what it is and me and you have that where it's like my man said it best the other day he was like you're you have an it factor you've had it your whole life he's talking about me he's like you've had it since i met you you just always had it chad has the it factor y'all together it's like a super it factor and that's just that's what it does it just you know like We have a Snoop Dogg, Dr.
2: Dre type of right, chemistry. Right. And like,
0: I, I love being able to do these shows where we can sit down and have these discussions about the city, about the goings-ons of where we live. You know, Because at the end of the day, we do live here. We all live here. We all make money here. We all go out f- here. It's in
2: the fabric of who we are.
4: And, right. a, and
0: at the end of the day, regardless if I leave, if you know, I, I've had over the last couple of months, like I said, I've just been kind of like soul-searching, like figuring out exactly what it is I want to do and where right. I want to go. It don't matter if I move to... Madagascar I'm from Philly right. so you're gonna <laughs> always want the best for the city you in. Yeah. like it it annoys me when I see 420 carjackings already this year that's in, cause we weren't a carjacking right. city like, it annoys me when I see Steve... K- Steve Kill ain't been asleep in eight months. <laughs> it, 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 it kills me when I see these things because it's like, we're not supposed to be yeah, like
2: me this. Me and Dan was trying to research something the other day. Like, let's see what Steve got going on. Yeah. See if Steve said anything.
0: Steve got them gloves with the <laughs>
2: fingertips missing. <laughs> we're on scene out here. Like,
0: he ain't been asleep in months. And it's like, you know, it's not supposed to be like that. Nah. You know, I, I know the Philadelphia that, like, I grew up in and the Philadelphia that my parents and my grandparents always spoke about yeah. where... It was really brotherly love. It was really like a communal aspect everywhere you went. And it just somewhere along the line got shifted and just disappeared, even down to, like, you can't even say nothing to the little kids on your block at times because they'll go get their mom, and then the mom will go get the new boyfriend, and next thing you know, it's World War Four on the block. And you like, how did we get here when all I said was, yo, young boy, stop cursing.
1: Right. It's crazy you say that. We do a 7 a.m. roll call with our schools in the district. Phenomena we're dealing with now is not so much bad kids, it's bad parents. Oh, yeah. Coming Mm -hmm. to the school, talking about, I'm going to fight your teacher to prove I love you. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And so, it is a different Philly, but if it's going to get better, it's going to get better with all of us. Yeah. Y'all can't leave we find you. Be out. Right. We
2: out. Yeah. But we appreciate the, the, the fervor. Yeah. This is what
1: you <laughs>
4: Yo, what's going on,
0: sir? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking up there, baby. <laughs>
2: uh, another ooh. 30 degree day, huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Eagles blew another one like in the just, fourth quarter. Gets, huh? I just keep getting them, Joe. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Ain't nobody getting no coffee this morning. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's real, man. But we really appreciate y'all, man. Like, we we thank y'all for being able to do this. Come down here, do this. Be the first to sign the wall. Yeah, it means now, a lot. The 4th is the 4th District, of course,
4: right? Of course.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because he's Mr.
1: 4th District. Mr. 4th
0: District. The 4th District. That's lit. Are y'all going uh, to come up to my on.
1: office the
3: next time? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm up in Overwood Park on Haverford Avenue. Think uh, about
2: where the Popeyes is on City oh, Avenue. Oh, yeah, 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 Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 what y'all going to do about the traffic that, that Popeyes creates blocking City yeah, Avenue? Crazy. The bottlenecking is crazy <laughs> I don't up there know. I don't know. They man. dropped them chicken sandwiches. They yeah. had City Line blocked up for weeks.
0: Somebody the other day was like, I still want to know what made y'all act like that about them chicken sandwiches. I'll never get girl walked into my job with like nine of them. In the <laughs> you said it on the podcast. I don't want chicken sandwiches. <laughs> <want chicken> sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: I got these jumps.
0: I have. i I went to Popeyes on, on Hunting Park one day. I got to tell them. I went to Popeye's haunted mm-hmm. park and it was a line out the door. And I was like, oh no, I ain't even mind you, I don't want a chicken sandwich. Right. I wanted chicken. <laughs> so I got out the car and I seen the line because I parked over the Domino. Yeah. Foot, and I came up, I, I saw the line, I went to turn around. I was like, oh no, and I don't want to turn around. The boy was like, Are you you want chicken? Like the Popeyes work, and I'm like, this is Popeyes.
4: Like, Are y'all not <laughs> y'all <kind of>
0: <laughs> He was like, "Oh no, this line is for the chicken sandwiches. But if you want chicken, you good." You right out. You right yeah. out. So I was like, <laughs> we got "Oh, a speed line you for the chicken." So, <laughs> so, I walked in was you know, express, cuz you just getting regular chicken. And I walked up to the counter and, I, and they they was cool with it. Like as I got to the counter, the girl came out the back with like a batch of chicken sandwiches. She started loading them up in the joint or whatever, and I was like Was this recent? This was when it first came. Oh, okay. And I, I looked at the line I was like
2: Let me get one of them chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And the girl was like, nope, nope, you got to get in the line. <laughs> I tried it. I was like, I did get one
4: of the chicken sandwiches. You got to try your game yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You touch your hands. Yeah, that's touch where you
0: at. <laughs> she was like, nope, nope, you got to get in the line. You want a chicken sandwich. I was like, that's cool. Don't worry about it. I've actually pretty. never had the chicken
2: sandwich. You never did? I never did. I mean, it's it's it's, it's pretty. It's not that good. It's, it's good. Is it better than it's Chick-fil-A? It's not amazing. Yeah.
3: Better than Chick-fil-A? Is it better than Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A.
2: Chick-fil-A to me ain't that great, though.
0: I literally what? tweeted that yesterday. Y'all going to have to accept sooner or later Chick-fil-A is not <laughs> that good.
2: I love Chick-fil-A.
3: I'll tell
0: you where I got a better chicken sandwich than all of them. Um, Federal Donuts. Federal Donuts chicken sandwiches
2: out of this world. Oh, all out of
4: Federal this world. Donuts.
2: I just can't get with the chicken <laughs> and the donut thing. But it's separate. It's not a chicken on a donut. No, it's not chicken on a donut. <laughs> it's just oh, a chicken sandwich. Okay. It's a chicken
4: sandwich. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
2: I'm telling that. you, That's go to Federal Donuts. Right. Oh, yeah. they, it's they, going to they, change your life, I'm yeah. telling you. Don't sleep on Federal Donuts. The, 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 the Papa Joan was good, though. Like
0: I said on the podcast, we were, when we, remember when we did the review, I was like, <laughs> I didn't understand people, like, stabbing people. And I would, I would argue over it. I wouldn't would fight. Curse the nigga I out. curse my eye <laughs> over but I wouldn't fight over it. It's not that good. But it's, it's, to me, it's better. I, Chick-fil-A yeah. is, like, hit or miss to me at this point.
2: And, and I think what it is is, I'll give you that because pandemic Chick Fil A is not the same as nah, pre pandemic Chick Fil A. They, was, they was different birds. They the was, birds, was different yeah, birds. The birds was light skin. They was they, different. they killed they them birds themselves. It they was, was, yeah, yeah. They was they was they was way different birds. You know, they was uh
0: what you call a young chicken, a hen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, they, they was hens. They, they wasn't
0: full grown chicken the day was cooking the. Uh, but um, to me, I think what it is is the volume. Like, have you been to any Chick Fil A recently? It's 400 cars at every oh, Chick-fil-A. But they, but they have a nice move system. so efficiently. They
1: have a they have I'm like telling you, you if, the city, yeah. if the city
3: moved like Chick-fil-A and PPA, we'd be on fire.
0: <laughs> I saw the video where it was pouring down rain <laughs> and the Chick-fil-A girl, she had on the I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah,
3: had the, had the
0: <laughs> Take your orders with the iPad. Get them in and get them going. But it's so much that I think they just sometimes they'll just undercook the like I've had oh, bad Chick Fil A okay. as of recent, yeah.
2: and it just was like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, uh, they got a good system there. Their general managers make so much money. I could believe it. Like three hundred. I can believe it. Like can believe it. Uh-huh. You got to put a certain amount of time in before you could become a franchise owner. You know what's become owner, one of my favorite? This is random as all make. hell. We
0: can end it. You know what's become one of my favorite? Because I like docu series and stuff like that. You know what's one of my favorite Jones to watch now? The foods that built America. Uh, Have wow. you gotten into this no. at all?
4: Mm. No,
0: dog. Oh. They had a gen- every episode is about different. Things. Like they had okay. an episode about popcorn and how Orville Redenbacher took over the popcorn thing, whatever. So the one I watched the other night was about fast food. Did you know Dave, Uncle Dave Thomas was the dude who created KFC? No. He started at KFC with the two brothers and he told them about the drive through. They didn't want to do it. He told them about staying open late. They didn't want to do it. So he broke off from the dudes who, st- who had KFC, and yeah. he started Wendy's in Ohio. Oh, named wow. it after his granddaughter. Her name ain't even Wendy. That's just what they called her because she would always be outside in the wind. And it just became a thing. Started Wendy's. It blew. The dudes who had KFC, they didn't want to use some of his practices. So they basically went back and was like, oh, Dave told us about the drive through so we're going to start a drive through But the drive through they didn't perfect because it was just a drive through Like you would drive up, Order your food, pay for your food, get your food, and leave. And it was like that caused such a backup in the system. So Dave was the one who realized like the drive-thru will work, but you have to order, then pay, then get your food. Mm. And he's the one who created. Dog, it's it, you gotta, it's a wild oh, yeah.
1: So anybody that. that can make chicken sandwiches, educational
4: and
1: entertainment <laughs> subject.
0: Y'all the bomb. Yo, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. And it was showing how the dude who did Taco Bell, his name is Bell. That's his last name. Yeah. He basically wanted to do fast food in California, but it was too many burger joints after the explosion of right, Wendy's. so he did tacos. So he, he would hang out on some like He was a like a construction worker. So when you doing construction work in California, you know, you pulling out the pickup truck on Home Depot. I need four. Right. And they hopping on the joint. And he was like, they was always eating tacos right. from
2: Mexico. So he's like, that's what so it is. Like,
0: yeah, I'm about to start slinging tacos. And that's how he came up with Taco Bell. It the, it's the craziest
3: series yeah,
1: ever. But every
0: joint has a different thing about food in America.
3: And that's why you got to come here with notes because you don't know where the <laughs> conversation will go. Now I got yes. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they go from... Murder Mayhem Education.
2: The tacos.
1: tacos.
2: Hey, listen. It's a good documentary. It's called The Food That Built the I will absolutely watch it. Thanks. Uh, in closing, we're going to let y'all go. We're over two hours now. Uh, we appreciate y'all time. Uh, thank y'all. And, uh, again, we appreciate all the support, all of the upper mobility y'all helped to provide to the platform and to the show. And we, the fact that y'all are so available to always come on whenever we need y'all. So, thank you very much. Uh, special shout-out to Brad Diddy for helping to orchestrate Diddy's everything and putting this together. Yeah. Follow him on social Bro, media man, at Brad Diddy215. Two uh, Chelsea's man. in the building. Shout-out Big, Big Dan. Big Dan's birthday's coming up oh, yeah. right around the time when we, we uh, start touring and all week. that. And we got a lot going on, man. got to get our live, collective lives together. Day of the night market is Dan's birthday, so have uh you know we, we take cash, we we take tips in the yeah. words of my cousin Stevie G. Yeah. Yeah. I take Bry tips. Oh, regular at Bride Diddy on social media. No, uh, no two one five. Oh, you changed it? it he st- oh he they, streamlined they it.
4: Two,
0: it was <laughs> I always thought it was 215.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was.
0: All right, cool.
2: Make sure y'all check this episode out. All podcast platforms, YouTube, subscribe to us on Patreon. Get y'all tour tickets if y'all don't have them yet. Uh, OfficialTRP.com. Click the tour tag. All of the markets are there. The night market show is free. I stress it, free. Y'all ain't got to pay for it because Edna already paid us. <laughs> make sure y'all are there Thursday, May 12th, 6 to 10 p.m. We're going to be hitting the stage in the beer garden right around 8 p.m. So make sure y'all are in attendance. Come get some good food, some laughs, some entertainment. Take some pictures with us with Councilman, with State Rep Morgan Cephas and everybody else that's going to be floating through the atmosphere. We're going to have a fun, positive, upbeat night. No nonsense. And uh, it's going to be a dope event, man. Shout out to everybody in the TRP Nation. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We out. Peace.
3: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between
0: the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't
4: a road trip. It was just a really long drive ba At participating McDonald's.